You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? Don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creating! Look at me, Damien! It's all for you! The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him! Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the one, the only, the classic, the Rabbit Red podcast. I'm Simone. I'm Riley, back here with episode 28. Things are getting Ooh. juicy. As the number gets higher, I get lower. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Depression-wise, of course. Depression every time. <laughs> it's every time. They're just they're opposite spectrums. Uh, no, I'm actually I'm excited for this episode because I think I'm one of the few Child's Play 3 supporters out there. Yeah, dumb. Um, me too. I used to not like this movie, and I don't remember why, because now every time I watch it, including this uh, uh, most recent time for this episode, I was like, I got to the end of it, and I was like, shit, I really like this movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, there's certainly some things about it that are a little off, especially because no, the rules don't bend too much in this one. It's not that bad, but uh, yeah, it's just you know a change of one no more alex vincent but i don't really find that to be a complaint not because i don't like alex vincent but i just think <laughs> i it, there's such a difference in age that it doesn't yeah. really distract me uh, although jumping into the the future a little bit kind of makes it a little weird so what, what year does this actually technically take place in well i think andy's supposed to be he's 16 like 16 so what it's like 98 or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Because he was... Like, how old was he in the... He, he was six, I believe. Six. And then the second one, he must have been like seven or eight. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. And oh. the first one's 88. I mean, yeah. 98. Yeah. There you go. There you go. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Uh, so, I was looking... It's been a while since I've watched the third one all the way through. And... Right before I started the movie, I saw that it had a 23% Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 5.1 IMDb. And I was like, oh, no. Does that mean I actually am going to end up hating this movie? Because it's been a while since I've seen it. And I, I nope, I really enjoyed it. So I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why it's hated as much as it is. I don't know what really about it is so bad. Because I still think I still think a lot of the characters are solid. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it maybe people don't like Tyler. Tyler is uh, a little annoying. Maybe they just they wish Chucky was still going after Andy, but I don't know. I I think the whole reason why he goes for Tyler works. Yeah, it makes sense. He's a new doll. Yeah, with a brand new body. So yeah, um, I don't know. yeah. I don't know. Chuck, Chucky's got a. His design in this movie is very different. His face is, I don't know, the only word I can think of is more gnarly. Like his nose is pushed up a little bit more. Yeah, he's like just he has always a, angry. Yeah, he has a very evil, like, just gnarly look to him the whole movie. Yeah, which I like. I, I think two and three have the best looking Chuckies, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. I Rachel was I was watching with Rachel and she said she, I don't like the way Chucky looks at this movie. Well, I was like I don't like you. I, was like, <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> Get out. <clears throat> I watched this uh, on the new Scream Factory 4K, 
and yeah. looked it looked great. Looked really really good. I did not because the only way because I watched it in my living room. And I don't have a 4K player up there. I, I maybe someday mm. put it on my to do list. Yeah, yeah. Still looked great though. That 1080p was solid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, okay, so Child's Play 3 uh, came out in 1991, only nine months after Child's Play 2, which wow. probably is what identifies a lot of its issues, because Don Mancini, is on record, says this is his least favorite in the franchise, which, <laughs> okay, uh, we can talk about that, Don. I don't know why you think that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he had to, literally before the movie, I think, even came out, before Child's Play 2 even came out, they were already like, all right. Start writing, Don. We we want to get a third movie out as quickly as possible. Universal was on on his tail, mm-hmm. so yeah, I had to just kind of throw something out. And he said he's because it was so quickly after two, he was not he was out of ideas. He couldn't really think of anything super original. And with that in mind, I was like, well, Child's Play three, I think, is solid then because I I think this is pretty original for sure, especially with all the franchises and whatnot. And it makes sense to me that Andy ultimately ends up in a a military school yeah like i mean he's bounced out of uh every other foster home he's troubled like why wouldn't they send him somewhere where they think they could you know with lots of rules order and you know all of that to try and uh work him out you know yeah so, yeah, yeah it makes sense to me and I mean, there there's some things in it. I actually all my like issues with this movie pretty much stem from how Chucky got to the military school. Yeah, how he, he had to him. pack pack himself up, he yeah, himself up beautifully <laughs> and put a nice tag on there and tape the top, even though he'd have to be inside the box with it closed. <laughs> yeah, it'd be one thing if he didn't kill the Mr. CEO fella. Had he not killed that dude, like I, if you would have made it where he made it look like that guy was out of town or something, I know they don't have to explain it. We can just kind of fill in the gaps ourselves and assume, you know. But he could just put a note on himself that says, "Please ship," blah blah blah, and then somebody else takes care of it. Yeah, and I was thinking, like, did he? Okay, maybe someone came in, saw him in the box, and shipped him. But no, he was in. The good guy box and the good guy box was wrapped and taped, <laughs> the top taped and everything. Yeah, he like, would have had to. Fuck? Yeah, with the with the CEO dude being murdered, <laughs> clearly murdered, yeah. you'd have to. I don't know because no one's gonna go in there and blame the doll. They would assume something else. So if you've left a note on the, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know how he even <laughs> looks up Andy on the computer. That's true. Why does that guy have access to Andy Barkley and his location? And how does Chucky know how to use a computer? Right? Well, he's, he's been yeah. dead for quite some time. And now it's the 90s. This would have been like the first computer he ever saw. I suppose. Wait, when did computers become like household things? When did computers become popular? Uh, well, let's see. Home computers were a class of microcomputers that entered the market in 1977 and became common during the 1980s. So potentially he's typed on a keyboard before. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, it's, they didn't really do shit. 
No. <laughs> That's for sure. I, well, I guess it kind of makes sense because of Commodore. Commodore was in 80-something. Which doesn't feel like Chucky would be a computer guy. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I We are <laughs> we are really giving it the benefit of the doubt. But, yeah. <laughs> Just trying yeah. to justify why I like this movie. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I guess with that, let's kind of let's just jump right in. And first of all, let me say I really, really like the opening of this movie mm. because we pick up not right where Child's Play Two left off because we are noticeably in the future. Like <laughs> the factory from Child's Play Two, the Good Guy Doll Factory, is just loaded with cobwebs. It's been abandoned. It's right where we left it in Child's Play Two. It is just aged roughly ten years, and I, I don't, I just love that. To pick up instantly, we're back in the moment, right where we left off. Yeah, no, it looks great. Um, And I do love that it does pick up years later in the same spot. I do question why the factory was abandoned the way it was. Like, you just left all these doll parts, everything, just shut her down one day and then come back to clean it out. Like, yeah, not to, especially because of the way Child's Play 2 ends. Like, nobody died in the factory, correct? Or am I remembering that incorrectly? Uh, it's really, there is a worker that died. I, still, you shut down the whole goddamn factory? <laughs> yeah, the whole I thing. Know. I don't, it, it, it is it. a little weird. Not only just shutting it down in general. Like, I understand how this could bankrupt somebody if you had an employee die in a factory you own. But it... You left everything where it lies. <laughs> yep. Like Chucky is still chilling there, still got all the nasty whack shit on him. So, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. At least clean uh, the place out. Did well, they yeah, remove the employee's mean, body? <laughs> still there. Just like <laughs> rotting on the conveyor belt. <laughs> I guess you could say for evidence reasons it wouldn't have been moved, but eventually it would have been. Even like yeah. the Chucky doll alone. <laughs> I don't know. You take one look at that and you see blood. You could DNA test the blood and you're like, oh shit, this is Charles Lee Ray's DNA. Oh my God. How oh, did that happen? <laughs> they put his blood in there. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. It, <laughs> it's such something. You'd think they would have done something. Somehow that would have come into play well, evidence wise, but. I'm surprised nobody else bought the factory. Afterwards. Right. That's a great, great piece. <laughs> nice building. It's a nice building. A lot of square feet. <laughs> we could have really taken advantage of that. Bad do boy. something with that. Yeah. But, no, but I suppose just... they never they never sold it, you know, because we dive back in. And we see them talking about bringing the good guy doll back with this company. So I guess they were just sitting on the factory and waiting until people forgot about a guy dying. I guess so. Um. Then, yeah, we see this big giant. uh like hook crane yeah. thing come down pick up chucky and it pierces his body and blood leaks out and yeah. uh i was like I, after I all this like, time i was like all that time that blood is still liquid like it hasn't coagulated yeah i was like okay yeah that doesn't make much <laughs> sense i would have well it was the only way to make it work but it yeah it doesn't yeah. make sense but um so they pick up the the mound of uh melted plastic that is chucky and they carry it over to the vat of plastic which is up and running apparently even though this whole factory is covered in cobwebs and they're just cleaning it up but yeah that shit was clean as hell yeah and um chucky's blood drips all through it and uh then we get like it swirls which is a cool little 
effect. Like it swirls in, you just see blood swirling in it. Eventually it, the opening credits hit and it, it's creating Chucky as we're yeah. going through the opening credits, the doll head. And I like the music uh, yep. they use for it. And eventually it creates like this doll head and you can see the blood being mixed in and it like time lapses to um it gets finished and then chucky like screams he says no uh, i guess because like he's alive and he's still a doll yeah he just i mean better than being dead charles huh <laughs> yeah You're damn. Alive. God damn it. <laughs> yeah it i will say i hate the title card in this movie just a random complaint i mm. i was a little thrown off when i saw it because i forgot about it and it yeah it's just so such a boring looking title card. I just don't like the font. I like the font so much more on the actual like poster. Yeah. They should have had like the blood and the plastic mold together and say child's play three. Yeah. I guess title cards like we know today are a bit more complicated to make back in 1991 and probably not Mm -hmm. worth it. So it is, I wanted to point out as well. This is the last time we're going to hear child's play for, (sighs) 18 years 18 years until the 2019 yeah. remake <sighs> it's a goddamn shame <laughs> and that that's kind of it all comes back to like how universal was basically it was don mancini's loophole of the system because after child's play one universal bought child's play yeah so then Child's Play 2 and 3 happened with Universal, and as Don Mancini stepped away, they got rid of the Child's Play name, because they had to, but they still had Chucky, and that's why the remake was able to happen in 2019 with Universal, because they could just be like, ah, piss off, we still own the name. Yep, pretty much. Damn shame. Damn shame. Never trust Universal. No. <sighs> Remake's not bad, though, I will say. The doll is fucking hideous, though. Yeah, I will say uh, the remake, The more as time has passed, I thought I was hard in the doll then. As time has passed, it is even worse. I It is absolute dog shit. And I am mad that I gave them a pass on it back in 2019 because it's <laughs> horrible. The animatronics are weak 90% of the movie. The CGI that happens at the end with the whole jumping at the screen is disgusting. <laughs> just a garbage, garbage-looking doll. And then I watched something like Child's Play 2 and Child's Play 3, and I'm like, wow, look at this. This is fantastic. Why can't you do that 20 years later, you fucks? No offense to anybody that was part of the puppeteer team, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. The face on it was so It's just so ugly, the- man. Fuck. <laughs> it's so ugly. <laughs> Kills me. <sighs> All right. So then we cut to uh, the... The company, I don't even know what the toy company is called. Uh, they say it at one point in a commercial. Play, it's play something. But they, Man. you hear the name of it on the commercial that Tyler sees with uh, after he gets his haircut. Oh right, right, yeah. yeah. But all right, the all these executive folks that are part of this toy company that designed the good guy doll, they're having. A big meeting. We meet Sullivan, who's our CEO fella. And they're, for some reason, they're having an in-depth meeting about Charles Lee Ray. They're talking about Alex Vincent and how the six-year-old boy 
claimed that a doll was possessed by Charles Lee Ray, and it gave them a whole bunch of bad press. But they are interested in bringing back the good guy doll lineup. A lady executive in there, played by Laura Owen, says, you know, the interest is higher than ever. It's higher than ever. People want the good guy doll back. And, yeah. yeah. There's that one guy, the executive, who's basically, he's basically that cartoon that you've seen where a bunch of uh, people are in an office and there's the boss is like, give me ideas. And someone says something. And then the, the other guy says something. They all look at him. The next clip is he's being thrown out a window. Yeah. Yep. He, he's basically <laughs> that guy. Cause he's like, no, I, there's no, we can't bring the good guy doll back. What if it negatively affects another child? And they're like, yeah, we're bringing him back. We don't give a shit. And the CEO is like, no one remembers Andy Barkley. Nobody cares. Um, except all of us who are sitting here talking about, <laughs> but like, you know, none of, no one cares. We're going to do it. We're going to bring them back. Yeah. I and, was thinking it is actually kind of weird to me. It took them so long to make the comeback because it it, it is one boy. Obviously nobody in a real world scenario. I mean, imagine if this was us and we read an article about a boy who claims his doll was possessed and killed his mom or well, not his mom, but it killed a bunch of people and was trying to take over his body. Mm-hmm. We'd all be like, wow, that kid's fucking nuts. Let's get him in the loony bin. You know, <laughs> yeah. It, it, nobody would believe that. So it makes sense to me that really this toy company would not have gotten flack from this. The the one big obstacle they had to overcome is the dead employee in their factory. And you got to yeah. who 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 was put to blame for this? Because Andy wasn't arrested. He jumped around foster homes. Now he's in military school, but he didn't get in trouble. He didn't get tossed off to juvie. So who Kyle. got blamed for the murders? Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. I, could be. I mean, you could just say it was like an accident because he's killed by the machine. God, but right. there is, I'm just saying in general, there are murders everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you have the foster parents. Like, what happened there? Who's getting blamed for that? Someone's got to get blamed for it. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Maybe it was a doll after all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it makes sense to me that I, I totally understand from a business point, although Sullivan in the way he says it, he's where he's like, uh, business is business, whether it's nuclear bombs <laughs> or toys. He said it, I was like, I think there's a difference between selling nuclear weapons and toys. <laughs> it's just a little know, bit, just a little bit. Bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he has that, a very over the top. I'm a rich man. and I just want to make money. Quote. I guess oh, people yeah. out, there are people like this out there, so so be it. But it does make sense to me that a doll that has a reputation of potentially being a murderer doll <laughs> would sell extremely well. People are fucking weird, man. Look at us. Yeah. Look at us. Well, I, I'm telling you, if there were ever like rumors, oh my god, this is the doll that killed people. Be like, oh yeah, I want one. Yeah, I want to. I want to wrap like I want a prop. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, like come on, that's cool. It's like the the Annabelle doll, you know that that Ed and Lorraine Warren legend of that doll being possessed, and people want that shit. Yeah, you can go. People want to go and visit the real Annabelle doll. Yeah. So like, I yeah, it, I totally understand bringing it back. Of course, it was already a very popular kids' toy, and it will remain a popular kids' toy because it's not like they know about it. This is 1990, all right? People aren't just looking up. Six-year-olds aren't looking up on Google 
what the hell happened to this doll? So it will sell extremely well to kids. They'll still want it, as we see with Tyler. And you have all the crazy, weird adults that want to collect murderous things. It's a win-win. Yeah, you can't lose. Yeah, damn. That is crazy how quickly they flipped this thing, by the way. Because I this is a weird thing to me. They're having meetings about whether or not it's a good idea. And then we hear the female executive. She's like, by the way, I'm not being a dick. Her name in the credits is literally Lady Executive. Oh. Just just to be clear, she's the only one that doesn't have a name for some reason. I, all right. Um, but yeah, she literally says, yeah, they can have it up and running, a whole lineup ready to go next week. They're already doing it. It's like, what? We're meeting about whether it's a good idea, and you already put millions of dollars to get this factory started back up? Shit. Yeah. Do you know, like? Okay, so you went from concept to design to manufacturing already and we haven't even decided if we're actually going to do it yeah it's just weird to me they sound like they're in the early (laughs) stages of bringing it back and they're like "Ah, nope we'll have it ready to go worldwide next week see you there (laughs) (laughs) it's just a little odd to me but uh yeah okay so the one fella i'm not even sure his name i think it's petzold or something like that he like you said, makes his point very clear. Hey, I know you won't listen, but this is a bad idea, dog. Like, we shouldn't do this. Just saying. Like, ah, eh, shut up. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He even gets up at the end after the meeting. He's like, I just need you to know. Like, I'm on record saying this is a bad idea. He's like, and the CEO is like, oh, yeah. No, it's crystal clear. I get it. And uh, then as they're all leaving, um, an executive comes over and uh, he's like, oh, hey, I forget the CEO's Sullivan. name. Sullivan. Sullivan. Hey, this is like the first one off the line. The boys from the factory stand over. We all wanted you to have the good guy of the 90s. Looks exactly like the good guy of the 80s. <laughs> we changed nothing. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, literally nothing. <laughs> and so, uh, which is Chucky. Um, so they give Chucky to the CEO. And uh, it cuts to like a POV Chucky looking at the CEO. Yeah, I love that shot, by the way. Yeah. We're looking out through the plastic out of the box. It's a really cool POV. Yeah. And he takes yeah. him home. Yeah. Speaking of which, is this home? I I was thinking this while watching. I asked Rachel because there it's in a big skyscraper building. So it makes sense. It would be an apartment building. But there's an elevator that runs right into his what would be his room. suite, I guess. Yeah, like right yeah. in his living room. There's an elevator right there. I was like, is this his office? Or is this their place of work? Is this their office building? Or is he living there? Could be his office, maybe. Like the very top floor. If you know, uh, Yeah, I get, it could be for sure. But this would be the most incredible office I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I'm well, extremely jealous. I want yeah. an elevator that runs right to my office. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the things I would do for that. Yeah. Your office is in at home in your basement, so you'd probably do good with a. Maybe you need a dumbwaiter. Oh god, I wouldn't. It, my size, <laughs> not a chance. I'm getting myself in a dumbwaiter. One, <laughs> just for logistical reasons, I don't want to die, and especially because dumbwaiters half time. Well, I suppose there's a lot of electrical ones, but sometimes you have to rope it yourself, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> no thanks. You're and, like I, I've seen Halloween H2O. Fuck that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I literally don't think I could get in. I don't think I could put my knees to my chest and fit inside of a dumb waiter. So well, you know what I'm out. But I would love to be able to put like camera equipment in it and just roll that shit up. Yeah, that would be nice. You'd be like one of those one of those people. 
you've once you're in, you're not coming out. You're like, I live here now. Yeah, yeah. You just put me up and down, boys. Let me see a view every once in a while. This is it for me. Just live in the dumb waiter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Sullivan here in his office and or home life, I don't know. He's just get relaxing after a hard day of work. He's over there making a drink. Uh, looks like he's making a little bit of whiskey or bourbon. And we see while he's doing that, the good guy vault good guy box is now open chucky is missing yeah and sullivan for some reason is completely clueless um he he's smoking a cigar as well he's just living the rich man life he's everything i want to be and more (laughs) (laughs) pretty much yeah (laughs) he's got everything by the way his office and or home is loaded with toys loaded with toys i mean it makes sense obviously but it's just weird to me that he's just got every toy that his company makes displayed on his floor of his office every single non-ip toy that can get in there oh yeah (laughs) just dumb robots cop cars fire trucks yeah everything they could throw in there it's there yeah he so he goes over to his couch to turn on the news and he sits right next to the good guy box and just doesn't notice that it's empty. And I, I guess I understand, but I don't know. For me, I didn't notice right away, I think, that the box is open. At the very least, I would have noticed that much. Yeah. I don't know. And then be like, wait, did I open that? Did my did the dude who was here who left open that? Oh shit. See, if I if I just saw that in my good guy bo- box, I'd be pissed. She's never been opened. Like, hey, who did this? <laughs> <laughs> who did this? <laughs> Yeah, I would be be angry. But we see a as Sullivan sitting there watching the news, we see a golf club behind Sullivan slowly move into <laughs> into frame and gets right behind his shoulder, which Sullivan doesn't see happen, but when he looks back, he's like, Oh well, you know what? I might as well shoot <laughs> well, a couple look. putts. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I must have left that there. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, so that's what he does. He gets up. Takes a, a couple putts, working on the putting game. I respect that. And we see Chucky run in the background while that's happening. And he then shuts... Well, we see him grab a, a jar of marbles. Yeah. But then Chucky shuts off the TV, throws the... Rem- or, well, I guess he takes the remote. And Sullivan goes on a hunt to find it underneath the couch, during which, after he gets it, finally... Chucky hands him the remote, by the way. Just, yep. There you go, little him. fella. There <laughs> you go, man. <laughs> Yeah, his hands on the remote, gets the TV back on, but when he walks back over to keep putting, all the marbles roll out, and, I mean, this would kill a man. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a hell of a spill. Yeah, yeah he does. Bam, right down on his back, and that's it. Yeah, no Not more. only, it would hurt to land like that on any floor, but he lands on so many of those marbles. I was like, God, jeez, that would hurt so much. Yeah. Just he's like, uh, <laughs> help. <laughs> yeah. Then a, yeah. a cop car comes rushing at his head. Dude, that cop car is flying. I was yeah. like, do these, do these remote control cars go that fast? Because that, that would have taken his head off. I mean, back in the day, it, it used to be pretty quick. I used to have a lot of remote control stuff. Those were better times back when yeah. remote controls were popular. I had one. I had the Batman Forever Batmobile. Nice. Yeah. I remember having... The ones that stand out to me, I had a Mustang Cobra. That one was pretretty cool. But I also had the Grinch, you know, where he's sitting on top of the little tiny car. Oh, yeah. I had a remote control of that. 
Nice. I had a Jeff Gordon remote control. That was the coolest shit in the world. It was like a big one. Ooh. And then I had a Gravedigger. Oh, yeah. Nice. The, that, those were like insanely popular at the time, I remember, because yeah. they were huge. They were really big. They went up to like my knee. And uh, they sold out everywhere several different times. I finally got one. And now I don't know where the hell it is. It's probably gone. We probably sold it, and I'm pissed. <laughs> now that we brought it up, I'm, I'm really upset about it. <laughs> really? Now I'm even more depressed. God damn it. Yeah, every time I do this damn show, something comes up that just ruins my day. <laughs> Some childhood memory comes up, and now I'm sad. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, then... Uh, as Sullivan's still laid on the ground trying to figure out what's going on, all the toys in this office space, living room, whatever, just start going off. And but shout out to Chucky for pulling this off because it there are so many toys going at the same exact time and helicopters flying. It's crazy. And that helicopter also fucking deadly. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. that definitely should not be in a child's hands. <laughs> Who approved that? <laughs> the fuck? That's another thing I used to have, man. A lot of remote control helicopters. Those things were the best. My dad was obsessed with them. Yeah. So we, we'd get, like, me and my brother got really small ones that were kind of neat. And then my dad was like, my dad did this all the time. He was like, wow, that's really cool. I'm going to go buy one way fucking cooler. So he did that. <laughs> Goes and buys, like, a $500. I remember <laughs> my dad really does have a reputation of this because he likes having cool stuff. So he yeah. sees the kids get something. He's like, wow, that's neat. I want something even cooler. <laughs> so he'll just go buy something way cooler and, like, low-key rubs it in our face. I remember me and my brother got this is way back when, when back when iPods were cool. We got iPod Nanos. Oh, yeah. And then he went and bought like the iPod, whatever the bigger one was. It wasn't the touch at the time, but it was, you know, it had quadruple the amount of space as ours and shit. And it was like <laughs> literally the next day, like December 26th, we got it for Christmas. The next day, he's like, you know, what? I'm going to go buy a better one. <laughs> Red bastard. Now I do that to him. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime he wants to buy something cool, I'm like, you know what? I have something cooler, Dad. You go to hell. <laughs> go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah, all the toys are going crazy, uh, two of which are good guy dolls that are talking to each other. Yeah, that um, they just keep going back and forth. Hi, my name is Larry. Hi, my name is fucking something. And Polly? I think it's Polly. Polly? He's like, I like to play. I like to play. And it just goes back and forth, back and forth, because they're each triggering the other's uh, voice shit. Yeah. Kind of interesting that Sullivan, after all these years, still has good guy dolls chilling at this table together. Yeah. And you guys felt the need to give him one more. (laughs) Yeah. And it didn't change anything about it. Like, literally, it's the same goddamn doll. Uh, But yeah, he goes out and he grabs one. And that causes both of them to stop talking. And uh, and then Chucky cracks him in the head with a golf club. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, four, bam. And uh, he falls down. He sees Chucky. And uh, he tries to he tries to get up. And he, well, he does get up. And he starts going. Chucky throws a, a dart, just like a regular size, you know dart you throw it a dartboard hits him in the back drops him and chucky's like bullseye speaking of which did he paralyze him dude i don't know because he he falls down his legs don't move yeah they'd never move again i'm like he's crawling with only his upper body so he hit him right in the spine the lower lumbar section (laughs) 
I was like, what the? F- it's a dart. I don't even think you could paralyze somebody with it. I, I guess if you really did throw it right into your lower lumbar section like that, if it actually truly severed the spine, I don't Yeah, it's going to paralyze you, but that's some God tier shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a strong throw to do that. And like, uh, yeah, fuck- strong throw and an extremely accurate one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but I don't know, he did it because, yeah, dude's crippled now. Yeah. And uh, he, he crawls. He's getting to the phone. Chucky throws another dart, hits him right in the hand. Um, yeah, I don't even know how he hit that one. I don't even know. He, doesn't <laughs> have, he does not have an angle to do that. But Yeah, because he's behind him. In yeah. order to hit him in the hand, he would have to be, like, one above him. He couldn't do it from the ground because the, the hand would be above him. So he'd have to be at least level with the hand or higher. And, yeah, have the angle to do it. But nope, he just <laughs> fucking threw that thing and it circled up in the air and went down and hit him in the hand. <laughs> yeah, rainbow shot. Yeah. Yep. And um, and then Chucky just strangles him. Yeah, with a yo-yo. Yeah. And uh, kills him. And, you know, Chucky's like, nothing like a little strangulation to get the circulation going. Yep. And, uh, and then Chucky walks over, walks over him. Uh plops himself down in front of the computer and starts looking up Andy <clears throat> and finds him really quick. Yeah. Easy peasy. I still don't understand why he has access to everything. Andy. I mean, he's got it. It pops up. He's got his name, his present age, remanded to Kent military school. And then he has a <laughs> psychological history. It's like, damn, like, <laughs> holy fuck. Yeah. He's keeping tabs. Um, they also do that thing where in a movie you don't need a mouse. Like Chucky just does everything on the keyboard and he just types everything in. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very movie thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's it, interesting. So the psychological history here, it, it says subject has had a history of delinquent activities, prompting probation and juvenile authorities jurisdiction but at no time did our officers violate sections 3.4.546b or 3.45t4a of the penal code in and for the state regarding the subsections of pertaining to minor children so i guess at some point he was in juvie or was going to go to juvie i guess so maybe he Uh, was and then they just decided military school that'll straighten him out yeah, it doesn't make it clear whether or not he was going to juvie because of what, you know, the murders and shit. Or mm-hmm. I think it's really relating to he didn't do good in fosters, foster homes and just kept getting into trouble, which we hear from the colonel later that yeah. he's a troublemaker. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Chucky finds it. But then we cut to um, Andy arriving at Kent Military School. On the bus, um, now played by Justin uh, Whalen. Justin Whalen, who, um, for anyone who's a Superman fan of the 90s, he was Jimmy Olsen on uh, Lois and Clark. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's where he came from, or what what he did after. Um, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much it. Um yeah, he's arriving and he sees um, he sees De Silva, who we don't know yet, but he sees her. He sees 
bunch of them just going through like rope climbing and you know military stuff and uh he gets there and then we see him sit down with uh the colonel yeah colonel cochran yeah colonel cochran which god that name is i've heard that before somewhere it just sounds so familiar i feel like i've heard another character with that name probably i have no idea I don't even know what to look up to figure out what that'd be, but I'm sure, I'm sure there's yeah. a Cochran out there. Uh, it just sounds familiar, but yeah, he's sitting there at the Colonel and the Colonel's reading his file and he's like, um, they're not even like bounced around to foster homes, you know, why did he never work? He's, he says, uh, he says something. He's like, just didn't fit. And the Colonel's like, I can read Barkley. I'm just asking <laughs> you. He's like, oh, I never felt right with those people. They weren't family. They were strangers. And Fair. Yeah. And the colonel's like, you know, uh, well, when I was a child, I thought like a child. And when I became a man, I put away childish things. And it's the Bi- a Bible quote. Corinthians, I think. Yeah. What he says. And uh, he's like, well, here at Kent, we take bedwetters and turn them into men. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and by the way, I hate Andy's hair at the beginning. It drives me nuts. It's horrible. It's fun. Yeah, I don't know what horrific. he was going for there. Yeah, it's just it's a terrible, terrible look. The he should be very thankful to Sergeant Botnick for really fixing that hair up. Sergeant Botnick, by the way, who I we cut to him next, don't we? Because yeah, see, yeah, He's cutting Tyler's hair. Tyler gets his head shaved. Um. He's this dude is like he has like an orgasmic experience when he cuts hair. Yeah. Um he's the <laughs> he's the father from Hellraiser. And he's the bad guy in one of the dirty hairy movies, I think the first one. Um but yeah, he um his name is Andrew Robinson. He um yeah, this dude's way too in love with cutting hair. Like on if Chucky wasn't there, this movie would be about him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all he's got. It's all he's got going for him. He's got in life. Um, so Andy gets in the chair and he's like, "Kiss it goodbye," and he starts like cutting Andy's hair. And he tells him like, uh, "You know who invented the military cut? It was the Romans, so their enemies couldn't uh, grab them and slit their throat." Dude, like, it, yeah. When he says it, this actually made me laugh because he's like, "Hey, you know, uh, you know who invented the military cut?" And Andy's or, or he's like, "Do you know the?" You know why they invented the the Romans invented the military cut? It's like why? He's like to keep their hair short. I was like, well, that, that's the first thing to keep their hair short. Well, no shit. <laughs> yeah. It's all point, but yeah, then of course he explains it that so they don't get their throat slit by someone grabbing um, their hair. Though, like, he cuts Andy's hair down, but he doesn't cut it enough that you oh, can yeah. grab it. Oh yeah, hundred well, percent. It fucking annoyed me. I'm like, that is not. That's not the cut you would give him. You'd cut. Yeah, there's also just here. a lack of consistency with the military cut. So I, I don't really think Andy's far off. I think it would be approved, you know, in the army or whatever for a military cut, because uh, they're not that picky with it anymore. But everybody else, like Tyler and uh, what we see with Whitehurst, he just you know take take a one and go. Yeah, and, and all the hairs are the same length. But he like took the time to properly style Andy's hair. <laughs> it's all it's quality stuff. I was like, damn. <laughs> so yeah. he did you he did you good man because it looks way better than it did before with whatever you had going on 
It does. And there's other people there that get their hair cut that are completely bald. Yeah. And he's and he, like, especially because he always says, presto, you're bald, that crap. So, yeah. And it's like, uh, nope. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I don't know. But then Andy's sitting there. Tyler's sitting there playing, I believe, the Game Gear. Um, yeah, I think so. And um, a good guy doll commercial comes on. Basically the same fucking commercial that was in the other films from the 80s. They really didn't do shit to update this doll at all. Um, and it comes on. It says the little, it's a cartoon. The little boy's like, no, it'll play with me. And he's like, I'll play with you. And he looks up and it's a good guy doll. And he's like, oh, you're a friend to the end. Good guy dolls. And we're back. And then it says the name of the company. Play time. Play me something. And um, Tyler's like, wow. He's all yeah, like. It's, it's weird. It's all in like slow motion. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. That doll is so much cooler than the Game Gear I'm playing right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a little, little over the top. A little yeah. over the top. And Andy's having like a fucking PTSD moment in the chair. Yeah. And uh, which like. I, yeah, I guess he would. But I'm like, did he really think they would never, ever sell the doll again? Yeah. And it's I feel like Andy, of all people, knows it's not just all dolls. It's <laughs> yeah, it's just this one doll. Just yeah, just that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He does quickly jump right when he sees that Chucky doll for the first time. He does quickly jump to. Yep. That one's alive. Yep. That's Chucky. Yeah, I guess right it, I guess it makes sense because somebody dies very quickly after. So, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Then we get uh, Andy gets to his room with his fresh new haircut, and he finds White Hearse <laughs> tied up in a closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His, yeah. His new roommate, White Hearse. I like White Hearse a lot. Yeah, he's a good character. Yeah, he, I don't know why he's not a hero. Yeah, he does. I don't know why he's. I don't know. He says he doesn't have a choice to be at the school. So, I don't know. Maybe his dad or his parents put him there. Yeah. And I wonder why. He doesn't look like a troublemaker at all. He looks like he yeah. should be, like, the smart kid in school. That's kind of what he looks like. But Yeah. And that's probably what he... Some parents just suck. Maybe he yeah. was getting bullied at a school and like, hey, you know what? You won't get bullied at military school. Or you'll learn how to stop the bullying. I don't know. Some parents just suck. Yeah. Either way, you'll be there and we'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, we won't hear about the problems anymore, so have fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, Andy unties him and he's like, who did this to you? Sheldon and his lackeys. And Winers tells him that Sheldon is like, um, what is he? Lieutenant Shelton? He, he's, he's Lieutenant Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Sheldon. And yeah, man, I have an issue with that alone. I don't know if it's different at whatever military school it is but lieutenant colonel is a rank that requires roughly 16 to 20 years to get Mm. and he's maybe early 20s i think the actual actor was 20 22 at the time Mm. so it's weird to me that he is somehow lieutenant colonel at his age especially because the next rank up is colonel and colonel cochran's a colonel you know like and look at his age versus Shelton's age. You'll yeah. see my points. Like, eh. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just a school rank. Like, maybe it's not, like, the actual military rank of lieutenant. Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe. I, don't know. I, I was trying to look that up to see if that was a thing where if you're at, you know, like a cadet type of military school situation, yeah. your rank is different, but I couldn't find anything. So I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, Whitehurst tells him, he's like, you know, he's him and his cronies did this and he's basically God around here. Welcome to hell, Barkley. Yeah. Oh, and they also say that they don't do first names at this school. Everyone's called by their last name. So Andy is called Barkley throughout most of it. And why yeah. Whitehurst is called Whitehurst. And- That's not usually a requirement <laughs> or anything. <laughs> it just kind of naturally happens because you're often addressing somebody as Lieutenant Colonel Shelton. Like you're, you just naturally don't say their last name. But it's not like if you're out of that situation, doesn't mean you can't say their first name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, uh, and yeah, we cut to outside now. It's the, the next morning, and uh, they're they're gearing up for a little bit of training, it seems, and that's when we get introduced to Shelton as he is going to be a hard-ass and everybody. He starts off first with introducing himself to Andy, and I always find it weird that everybody in a, in a movie every character in a movie that meets who you know is going to be the douchebag like drill sergeant or whatever it is they always end up being dumb and falling for them being nice yeah like he's and he's like yeah i'm the new guy he's like oh yeah i'm doing doing pretty good doing pretty good and then he starts getting yelled at it's like andy why did you you should have you should have known know. right away you were told that this guy is a prick. You found a man tied yeah. in the closet. Yeah, like you should have known right away that you were being bamboozled to instantly start addressing him professionally. Otherwise, you're going to get reamed, and that's what happened. Yeah. Really, yeah, that gets his face right away. He's like, who said you could look at me? Like, do you know who I am? It's like, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, sir. Louder. Yes, sir. And he keeps, uh, keeps telling him to be louder, and he keeps screaming. Yes, sir, and uh, and then De Silva's like, "You asshole!" And well, that, that's when he goes over to Whitehurst. Goes over to Whitehurst. So you oh, right, are right, without right. a doubt the most pathetic thing I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Would you agree?" And Whitehurst is like, "No, sir, I don't agree." Are you contradicting me? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then yeah, De Silva's like, "You asshole!" And then he looks at De Silva and. Walks over to her and she's like, what'd you say? He's like, he said, you asshole, sir. <laughs> and uh, he's like, I think you think you're pretty funny, don't you, DeSilva? Why don't you do 25 push-ups right now? So uh, she gets down. She starts doing push-ups. And, uh, bad push-ups, by the way. Just bad. <laughs> oh, God. That, I'm surprised she didn't get reamed for that. Like, I don't know what she's doing. I she's doing this weird thing. I, you gotta respect the fact she goes most of the way down and all the way back up. I respect that, but she's got her hands turned to where her fingers are like pointing at her chest. If you know what I'm saying, like the pointing inward and she's her elbow, man, if you did too many of those, your elbows would be shot by freaking tomorrow. Like that would hurt so bad. So there's a reason you tuck your elbows when you do pushups and there's a military form. So you don't get hurt. Cause she's yeah. she's gonna be limp tomorrow. <laughs> no, no one ever corrected her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thinks that's the right way. Yeah, and Sean's uh, like, he's like, no, yeah, you women might think because you're so much more delicate that we're just that we're just gonna take it easy on you. That once a month we're just gonna get on out of your way. <laughs> he's like, um, 
but the same rules apply to go for everyone. We're not going to treat you any different. I was like, you know, he's an asshole, but equality. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> that's, how, that's how it works, dog. Yeah. Um, and then um, he's going on and Silva gets like to 23 and he's like one handed. So she does a, two one handed push ups. Yeah. Which are better than. Well, at least from the angle we see are better than her two-handed push-ups. So. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I could do a one-handed 0% chance. <laughs> like did that people sleep on how hard that actually is to do it right. You see a lot of people on social media and stuff cheating, doing like they'll spread their feet like 6 feet apart which for balancing reasons and then they'll uh, it's always done cheating most of the time. It's that's a pretty elite level of strength to do a, a true one-handed push-up. I believe it. Yeah, exactly. Diesel. I could. I not a chance. Not a chance. I could do that. My arm would literally snap. I. <laughs> I that's. I've always seen people do the angle, like spread their legs and like angle themselves and do it. Yeah, they're not actually going down. They're just moving to the side. Yeah. Yeah. The only person I've ever seen in a movie do it legit is Vin Diesel. I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty impressive. Good for you. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy's yeah. pretty tough. <laughs> And she does the she does the one, two two one handed push ups. He's like recover. She gets up. And, yeah, recover uh, because your arms are about to snap. Your elbows yeah. are probably uh, on the verge of a muscle tear. So just prepare yeah. yourself. Get up there. <laughs> Go see the doctor. Medic. <laughs> just on standby. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. From there, we we cut to Tyler as he's going to the mail center of Kent here looking for a letter from his dad doesn't have one. Obviously his dad just kind of shipped him off. His dad's clearly a military guy. He says that he's out there saving lives. I think he's a yeah, he's flying planes, defending the country. Yeah. Okay. Where, where are you? Where, where are we at? 19. That's what I was saying. What's going on? Well, in 1991, I guess. Cause again, it's, it's not 1991. It's like 1998. So maybe they're making shit up the war on terror. That's the the start of the war on terror. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was America doing in 1998? Just killing what we had to kill, you know, <laughs> just, just looking, thing. looking for an enemy, <laughs> looking for an enemy. Finally. It, it technically is the start of war on terror. It just didn't really escalate till after 2001. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Somewhere in the middle East doing something. Um, yeah, and he's like, uh, Tyler's like, yeah, okay. He kind of like, you know, he starts to walk away and he goes like, hey, I got a job for you. And you see this big box. He's like, can you deliver this package to Barkley? He's like, oh, yeah, I could do that. He walks away. This box, in comparison to Tyler, is like taller than he is. Yeah, yep. He's having a very hard time. It's not heavy, but it's extremely awkward for him. So he's having a very hard time carrying this. And uh, he's making his way down the hallway. He walks by a couple uh, older students and they knock the box out of his hand. One next guy kicks it. Yeah, and, for some reason. Yeah, just to be a dick. And then he picks it up. He's carrying it. He goes up the stairs. It gets knocked out of his hands and down the stairs. And I'm just thinking the whole time, Chucky's got to be like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? <laughs> Holy hell. Um. And Tyler, he runs downstairs, picks it up. Notice that's the 
the outside like wrapping has been ripped and you can see that's a good guy box. So he's like, oh, sweet. So he goes down to the mail or the stock armory room. Uh, yeah. Basically. And he opens it up and uh, he's looking at it. He's chucking. He's like, wow. And Chucky doesn't waste any time. He busts out of the box and, you know, uh, shows himself to Tyler and he's like, who the fuck are you? And Tyler's like, I thought you guys only said three sentences. And Chucky's like, I'm new and improved. Where's Which Andy? Kind of true. <laughs> yeah, kind of true. <laughs> I think it's, like, it's weird to me that he doesn't realize it's not Andy until he jumps out of the box. Can he not see unless he is acting alive? Like, what was that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess that was his jumping in, out of the box because it wasn't Andy, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. <clears throat> he says, uh, where's Andy? He's like, who? He was, And he holds up the, the mail with Andy's name on it. Bar- Andy Barkley, he was supposed to get this package. You know, tampering with the mail is a federal offense. It's <laughs> true. And, yeah. And uh, he says, oh, is is he your best friend? And Chucky's like, he's more than that. He's my new lease on life. And then Chucky's like, wait a minute. I He's like, I got a new body. And I ain't told nobody about my little secret yet. He's like, so kid, what's your name? Yeah, and he puts that together very quickly, by the way. Because what if it didn't work? I guess he'd kill Tyler and move on to Andy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and... Uh, Tyler tells him his name. Chucky is like, my name's Chucky, but my real name is Charles Lee Ray. So, you know, he reveals that secret to Tyler. Therefore, Tyler is now the new uh, target for Chucky. Yep. And sure is. I forget where we, the next. Uh, we cut to uh, the shooting range after that. Right. And we see that Whitehurst and Andy cannot shoot for shit. <laughs> and De Silva yeah. is a champion. Yeah, and she she tries to. Andy asks Whitehurst, "What am I doing wrong?" And Whitehurst like also completely missed the target. <laughs> and he gets De Silva, like um, just he says like, "Oh, it's great what you do with Sheldon Day." And she's like, "Yeah, he's a dick." And he's like, "Can you help me?" And she she tries to help him. She tells him how to aim, like put his arm down, his elbow down, and like you know, squeeze the trigger and aim and everything. And he still misses. She's right next to him talking like softly to him, like in his right in his ear and everything. And he misses. And she's like, you're not concentrating. I'm like, can you blame him? Yeah. Listen, lady, you're, ha- you're seducing <laughs> me right now. How the fuck am I supposed to focus? He's like 16. And he has this girl like super close to him talking right in his ear and that he likes. And you're like complaining. He's not concentrating. Yeah, gee. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait. Um, then we cut back to the armory, and Chucky is trying to play hide the soul with Tyler. <laughs> yeah. In other words, taking over his body is the, is the goal. Yeah. So he starts doing the whole spell. Yeah. And uh, the clouds come in above the school. The storm starts. He gets going, and then the colonel, Colonel Cochran, and someone else, another uh, military like 
guy come in, and I don't know if they're looking for. They're I don't know if they're getting the rifles or something, and, and they're walking, and Chucky's like, "Shit!" So he goes to doll form, and uh, he said, "Aunt Tyler sits up beside him, and Colonel Congress he's like, "What are you doing, Tyler? Oh, we're playing hide the soul." And Gargon's like, uh, you go take care of this. I'll deal with him. And he's like, I don't play with dolls, do we, Tyler? Dolls are for girls. How dare you? And, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and um, he's like, but his name's Charles. He's my new best friend. And he's like, I'll take care of this. You clean that up. And then he grabs Chucky and he's walking out. And Chucky says in the doll voice, I'll be back. And the colonel like looks at him, walks yeah. up, bang, Chucky's head off the door. And uh, the next scene, I it was, we cut to Andy and them out doing the the thing with the rifle. Yeah, still hold it on their shoulder and then switch it to the other shoulder. And I don't yeah. know what that's called. I'm yeah, sure, I'm sure what, what that's specifically called. Well, or some sort of choreograph with the actual rifle itself. Yeah, and they're. Um, they're doing all that, and Andy's, like, not getting it. So they pull Andy out. Or at first, they're like, new boy, step forward, and he doesn't move. <laughs> the other guy comes up, and he's like, move! <laughs> Slaps him in the back of the head. <laughs> he, uh, so he walks forward, and he's standing outward, and they, they start doing it again. Andy's, like, trying to, like, watch them and everything. Try, not getting it. Like, he's very slow. and uh, But it's his first time. <clears throat> and he's he's like looking he sees the colonel walking holding chucky and just like has a moment drops the gun freaks out almost looks like he's gonna throw up the chucky like turns as he's walking and it like looks directly at andy I'm yeah like, chucky had to have seen him you um, would think but yeah he, see, he sees the doll and he's like freaking out and then sheldon comes over and he's like andy it's not a baton, Barkley. And um, he's like, what? Your gun. It's a rifle. It's a soldier's. He says, it's a rifle. It's a soldier's most important weapon. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not used to guns. He's like, does this look like a gun to you, Barkley? <laughs> like, well, As a matter of fact, sir, yes, it does. It Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Sheldon calls over his friend, his. Uh, the major. Yeah. Yeah, the major, and he's like, "Will you please tell Barkley the difference?" And uh, uh, and we get the difference. <laughs> and then he takes the rifle, and he's like, "This is my rifle." And then he grabs his crotch, says, "This is my gun." Uh, this is for shooting, and this is for fun. Yeah, this is for shooting, and this is for fun. And it's like, okay, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, you guys suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, so then the colonel. We see the colonel walks over to the dumpster, which is being picked up by the garbage truck, and he just throws Chucky in and waves to the garbage man. <laughs> that's a and... novelty toy, sir. <laughs> you have any idea how much money that's worth? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> It'd be funny if the garbage man jumped out and was like, holy fuck, a good guy doll. I could sell that. Finally yeah. get out of this damn truck. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he gets... He, he, of course, he's thrown in the dumpster, and the dumpster gets picked up by the garbage truck and thrown in the back. And I mean, I could not stop laughing every time this scene happens. No he, shit! Yeah, and he's, he's falling. It's shit. 
Yeah. That kills me. It's a good thing that that garbage man has good hearing. Otherwise, this would be the shortest Child's Play movie ever. Yeah, that'd have been it. And I wrapped it up. Um, Good thing he's a good enough man to just jump into the back of the garbage truck. Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck? I would be, I would never voluntarily jump into one of those because I wouldn't trust the mechanics of it. Yeah, no, fuck that. I would, I will sit there. I will make sure the machine doesn't go and I'll start yelling at you to help. But, uh, I don't think I'm going to get in there and start digging for you. No, no, (laughs) no. Cause yeah, it doesn't turn out good. Cause Chuck, yeah, this, is, this is why. Chucky's in the back screaming, help me, mister, help, help. And the, the garbage truck guy hears him, pauses everything, climbs out onto the front, climbs like jumps right into the back. He's like, where are you? Make some noise. And uh, Chucky climbs out. And, and then Chucky turns on the machine, the, the back yeah. crushing part. And... The guardsman's like, oh, God, no, no. And he's, of course, can't get any footing to climb out because it's all just like garbage bags. So he's like tripping and falling. He gets his arm out, but it gets crushed and he dies. Then we hear a scream. And then Andy's like, oh, shit. And all of them, all the cadets there, they run over to the garbage truck and they see the blood and they try to open it up. They see the arm there. Yeah. And that garbage man is dead. He's a goner. Now who will pick up the garbage? I wonder if there's a safety mechanic inside of those trucks where you could shut it off from the inside. There should be. Yeah, you would think. Just I don't know. There seems to be so many ways that this could happen in real life. <laughs> you yeah. slip and fall in there or something. Like, I don't know. Just feel like we should probably have a mechanic where you can shut kill it switch. off. Yeah, yeah. Have a kill switch inside. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, so uh, Andy pretty much puts it together right then and there that Chucky is here and alive, and that's that. <laughs> so we cut back uh, to him and Whitehurst in their room. Whitehurst is shining Shelton's shoes because he's yeah. a simp. Uh, just, getting, just a big pushover. It's a shame. Yeah, I think he's just scared. He knows he can't physically match Sheldon, and he's just scared of getting his ass kicked. <laughs> Um, even though, who knows, maybe if he threw a punch, maybe he would, maybe he would knock him out and he'd, that'd be the end of it. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. it's hard to, it's hard to encourage violence, you know, but I do think if he were to stand up for himself, it would shut shit down pretty quick. Yeah. I always think that's what people should do with bullies in school. Just, you know, stand up to them. They'll stop yeah. it. Yeah. Just, it doesn't necessarily mean you punch him in the face. <laughs> if it comes to that, I mean, you do what you gotta do, I guess. But yeah. yeah, just at least try to defend yourself. Say something. Yeah. Whether even that's just verbally, just say something. Don't just yeah. sit there and take it. Don't just be a pushover. Damn it! It's gonna ruin your whole life. <laughs> You're never gonna get it. Yeah. It starts yeah. here, and then it'll never end. Yeah, exactly. Punch him, push him down the stairs just once. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do do what you gotta do. Uh, <laughs> do what you gotta do. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so he tells Andy he needs to unpack, or Sheldon's gonna come in here, and he he's known for his random inspections. He'll end up getting in trouble. And we see Chucky's hiding in Andy's little whatever chest trunk thing yeah. there. Yeah, and th- this is a small room. This is a small yes. room, and so Whitehurst leaves, 
And he comes back. Chucky, like, closes the trunk. And he's like, hey, Barkley, did you get that package? He's like, what package? Oh, Tyler is supposed to deliver it to you. He's like, no. Oh, okay. He's like, who would send me a package? Chucky got out of the trunk and around Andy without him seeing him in this very tiny little room. And there's a uh, a knife, jackknife, laying on the uh, desk. Chucky grabs it and then gets around Andy again and gets under the bed. Yeah, that knife is right next to where Andy is. Like the desk is basically touching that chest. So yeah, he's a stealthy little bastard. Yeah. Um. So Andy sits on the bed and he's going like grabbing clothes. Chucky is crawling toward him with the knife, and I swear to God, it looks like Chucky slices his Achilles tendon. It, yeah, he definitely cuts the back of his leg. It, I, I don't know how deep it was to actually sever his Achilles like that, but yeah, they never come back to it. It's no. not a substantial injury. So I guess it's just a weak little cut. I guess so. Cause I was like, damn, if he cut his Achilles, that, that's it for you. And you ain't walking no more. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, Andy, he cuts it. Like Andy, like falls over and goes into the corner and Chucky stands up and he's like, long time. No see pal. And, and he's like, no, you're dead. We killed you. And he's like, I'm, He's just like, well, you know what they say, can't keep a good guy down. He's walking toward me, sees that Andy has a playpen magazine. Yeah. And he's like, Andy, how you've grown. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And um, Andy's yelling at him. He's like, well, you can't can't kill me. You need my my body to transfer your soul. He's like, ah, that's where you're wrong, actually. Wrong again, wimp. (laughs) Yeah, wrong. Um, And he's, yeah, actually... uh, (laughs) I, I have a new person I can yeah, yeah. transfer like, my soul some, to. I guess some fresh meat lined up. <laughs> and then he's like, Tyler, yeah, just think Chucky's gonna be a bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <sighs> that is an hilarious line despite its uh racism. It is <laughs> yeah. pretty funny. Just think yeah, Chucky's gonna be a bro. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, you know, Chucky has been the the least racist, homophobic serial killer in, out of all of these IPs. Like, uh, one, of course, Damiancini's gay, so Chucky, yeah, you know, he, ha- he has a, a a queer son. So it's true. Yeah, I mean, Chucky's yeah. Chucky's always been very woke, so he has no problem being a, a black person. He has no no, no yeah. issues. It's like, yeah, cool. Chucky's gonna be a bro. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he well, he became a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Chucky's all for it. He doesn't care. Yeah, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, as long as he's alive, he's happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, and Chucky's like, no, nah, or Andy's like, I'm not gonna let you hurt that kid. And he takes one of Sheldon's shoes, throws it at Chucky. Chucky's like, ah, he falls down. <laughs> Fucking Andy comes over, starts like banging Chucky on the floor. You hear Chucky, go, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> he's like just banging him on the floor, which. Goes a little bit back to like um, what Tom Savini always says, how he hate, he just hates Chucky, like just punt him. Yeah, that's yeah, kind exactly. of an example of that. Um, and then Sheldon comes in, sees Andy banging this doll for, and Chucky's gone back to like doll mode. It, it's always interesting to me that Chucky can do that. Like he was screaming in pain from getting his ass whooped by Andy, and then all of a yeah. sudden he can just freeze and no longer display any sort of pain. Yep. It's weird. Yeah. 
practiced, uh, I guess. I, I suppose. Um, but yeah, then Shelton, during that whole smashing, Shelton comes in and uh, laughs at Andy for having a dog. He's like, oh, you miss your mommy? Just being an asshole. As he's yeah. doing that, <laughs> he finds his shoe. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> And he's like, I'm sorry about the shoe. I'll polish it. Just give me back the doll. And he's like, well, you can tell Whitehurst he's off the hook. I got myself a new slave. And he's just walking. He's like, what about the doll? And he's, my kid sister's birthday's coming up. I think she'll love it. Don't you? And he leaves. Like, God damn it. Glad you can just straight up steal property at Kent and nobody cares. <laughs> no, no one gives a fuck. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine for Sheldon to have the doll, but if anyone else does it, it's you're a child you're a child yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well then uh we cut to nighttime and andy has his pocket knife and is gonna go to shelton's room to retrieve the chucky doll and he's it's a terrible idea by the way i, I would have probably found maybe during the day when he's not in there like shelton leaves the room it's just anything other than going in there while they're sleeping like what what are you doing yeah i guess he didn't want to wait but yeah, terrible plan. Terrible, terrible plan. Especially if you're going in there with a knife. Yeah, it looks like you're like, gonna kill him. He wakes up, you're <laughs> and he's gonna think you're trying to kill him. I don't polish no one's shoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it looks bad. I'm actually surprised he didn't get in trouble because of course Shelton ends up waking up and is all over Barkley, freaking out, pins him against the wall. And we see Chucky kind of run off and yeah, it leads to showing me like, where, where's the doll? You took it, didn't you? Yeah, you took it, didn't No, I didn't. Oh, we also see that Chucky grab this big. Is it like, is it a buck knife or just a hunting I, I, knife? I don't know. It's even like bigger than a buck knife. It's just it's a just big just ass knife. <laughs> monster of a knife. And yeah, he he's sneaking around and he's like sneaking around looking. He, Chucky's behind him. You're like, Andy. <laughs> he scares him and he jumps on Sheldon. Yeah, yeah. Like that's funny. And then, yeah, he asked, where's the doll? Barkley took it, didn't you? No, I didn't. Well, someone sure as hell did. And so um, Sheldon makes everybody go out in the rain with their ponchos and basically just do a circle. Like, just walk around in a circle. Yeah, holding their rifle above their head. Yeah. And um, Colonel Cochran comes out. And he's like, it's almost midnight. Is this really necessary? He's like, oh, I'm trying to weed out a thief, sir. <clears throat> you know, you always told me to like, I don't know, impress upon the men like honor or some shit. And Colonel Cochran's like, all right, make your point. Then I want everybody back inside. Oh, 100 hours, which I guess is one o'clock. Correct. And um, they're like, okay, well, we only got an hour. Let's make it count. And uh, <laughs> it's Andy Whitehurst is like, Andy, what are you trying to prove? Like, what are you doing here? And, uh, he said, oh, you wouldn't believe me. And uh, he's like, no, no, tell me. What's the doll? He's alive. <laughs> White nurse is like, you're right. Forget it. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even actually think that's till later that he says that. Uh, oh, is it? I think. I think it's. I'm pretty sure he tells him in the rain. Oh, man. Oh, it's, it's not at this moment. It's just later in the scene. Um, yeah. That's right before Andy takes off. But. Yeah, some dude behind Andy pushes him and shoves him to the ground. You're dead, new boy. Fucking oh geek. yeah. It's like, okay. Oh, he nice. asks Whitehurst where the kids sleep. That's what he does. Yeah, and then and, he, Whitehurst tells him, and then Andy takes off. Yeah. Well, at first we see that Chucky is going to find Tyler, 
and Tyler leaves Chucky a note and says, yeah. come and find me. By the way, no guarantee that Chucky's going to do this. So Tyler could have just been hiding all night. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, Chucky would have never gone to his room. There has been no guarantee that Chucky would have went off and found him. Especially because he hasn't seen him since the whole, you know, hide your soul game they're playing. So the last yeah. thing that Tyler sees is the colonel taking him away. So yeah. Quite the assumption by Tyler. Yeah, what the fuck? I yeah. never actually thought about that. Yeah. I guess because he said, I'll be back. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, what? I mean. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, <laughs> this kid planned his whole night around this. Like, <laughs> he's, he's ready to go. And then, yeah, Chucky goes off to find him. And Chucky uh, says shit a lot in this movie because when he gets that note, he's like, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's just constantly annoyed throughout the whole movie. Yeah. He's walking down. Chucky's walking the hallways looking for Tyler with his big ass knife, and, and Tyler's at the end of the hall behind him. It's like, oh, come and find me, Charles. And yeah, Chucky. By the way, doesn't even care about the big ass knife. Tyler doesn't even take that into the equation either. This is a dumbass kid. Seriously, like so much worse than Andy in the first child's play. Like stupid kid. But yeah, yeah Chucky's like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, God just annoyed. He's yeah, like, God damn it. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, well then we're we're back out with uh all of the you know cadets and shit, and they're still ru- they're running now, running with the rifles above their head in a circle. And yeah. Andy yeah, asks Whitehurst where the kids are, and then he goes off running to look for them, somehow separated from the group without anybody really caring or noticing i thought that was weird i thought somebody would have called it out because like andy we're out here because of you you motherfucker like get back in the circle but no nobody says anything and somehow circle reason some reason shelton is already down where andy's going even though i swore we heard him yelling at the cadets before that but whatever he's down at the end of this alleyway ready for andy to walk off and stops him and punches him in the gut and then andy just like you bastard and he Swings back, punches Sheldon. Sheldon's like, you a hell of a punch there, Barkley. And he's like, let's see what you're really made of. And he take, he, he just takes him back. Yeah, see, I think he gained some respect. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah, now imagine if he does that without gloves on, sir. He's probably going to freaking knock you out. You'd yeah. be surprised how much padding's in those winter gloves are wearing. Yeah, see, stand up for yourself. That's all you got to yeah, do. Stand up for yourself. Punch every <laughs> motherfucker that messes with you. <laughs> Hard <laughs> yeah, uh, then we come back to Tyler still hiding and running from Chucky, and uh Chucky ends up getting to the colonel's office, uh still yeah. looking for Tyler for some reason, Tyler is like hiding in the closet, yeah, I don't what if he just wants to get in trouble, and uh Chucky's like, come out, come out wherever you are, Ollie Ollie oxen free. Where are you, you little shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Chucky does find him. Uh, once again, Tyler just ignores the knife. Yeah, um, just doesn't care. And yeah, he, he finds him. Yeah. Um, and they, and they go and like hide in the closet <clears throat> together. I- <laughs> Yeah. Somehow, as uh, De Silva and uh, what is her name, Ivers, I think, uh, they're. What are they sneaking in to find like, Andy's report? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, they they're looking for Andy's record because De Silva likes him. 
So they're, you know, they got to see how crazy he really is before she makes a move on him. I get it. Yeah, she's walking over, and her friend's like, "Why do you like him so much?" Oh, he's quiet. He's different. She's like, "Oh yeah, right." She's like, "Oh, he's cute." And she's like, "Yeah, that's what I thought." And they like looking through his file, and they see like, "Oh, he's in foster homes. No wonder he's so quiet." And they're just about to get to the doll. Just like they're just about to see the article about the, you know, claiming the Chucky doll is alive, and then the noise from the closet happens, and they find Chucky and Tyler in the closet together. And then they go quickly before they get caught. They put all the files back. And, well, first, they, they're very interested in this Chucky doll. And she puts lipstick on him for some reason. Yeah. They, they're they like, oh, look at him. He's looking tight. No, don't. Oh, you're ruining him. He looks stupid. And, I think they uh, should have had they should have had her friend do this. They should have had Ivers do this because I think it kind of makes De Silva a little bitchy for a second there. And yeah. You don't like her for a moment. It's like, why are you fucking with the doll? Tyler's dis- clearly asking you not to do it. So now you're just being rude to this little kid. And it, yes, it leads to a funny moment of Chucky by himself. You know, he sits up with and wipes all the lipstick off. He's like, this means war. But yeah, this means war. Like, just have Ivers put it on instead because we don't give a shit about her. I don't. I don't. I want to like De Silva at all times because I really do like De Silva. She's one of my favorite characters. Uh, one, I I kind of hope she sneaks into the, the show. Yeah, yeah. It, it won't happen though. I don't think because there <clears throat> is something a little weird about De Silva and Alex Vincent interacting i think oh uh, yeah because that wasn't her andy yeah so i don't yeah. I, maybe because the whole first season of chucky is driven on child's play 2 yeah it like the story very closely correlates to it and they do a whole bunch of child's play 2 references in the title cards so it, you should actually watch uh cz cz's world Have you, ever, you ever heard of him he does all the what you missed 70 things you missed in a certain horror movie or whatever i don't know it no he he does really good videos like very well edited hardcore nerd videos on these things and he did it on the chucky series and about how closely it references child's play 2 so hopefully this next one does child's play 3 or something like that yeah i mean they could bring tyler back yeah tyler yeah yeah, tyler's a grown-ass man now Jeremy yeah. uh, Jeremy Silver's grown ass man now. We'll see. Is Jeremy Silver still acting? Let's see. He has not acted since two thousand one. Uh, well, hmm. seems unlikely then. But we could maybe pull it off. Uh, even if they don't, I guess they could recast. Right, I he'd suppose. be a grown man now, so it wouldn't really matter. I mean, it'd be cool to have the original guy back, but you know, yeah, he would obviously look different. So was- yeah. And, and Perry Reeves plays the Silva is still acting uh, just as a movie in post-production right now. So go ahead and yeah, bring right. her back. She's still extremely attractive. So <laughs> yep. I don't think Alex Vincent will be complaining. Uh, no, <laughs> I think it'd be fine. Yeah. So I would love to see De Silva make it back. Cause I, I she was one of my favorite characters that just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Hey, so be it. So be it. The Andy love interest gone forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, Obviously, yeah. he's not doing too well in the dating world, as we see in, in the series. So why not bring somebody who he already had a thing with who is well aware of Chucky? It'd be perfect. Yeah. It'd fit right in. God damn, write that down. Yeah, he should already reach back out to the Silva. What's wrong with him? Yeah. What are you thinking? 
Okay, um, yes. Uh, so, so they, yeah, after they put the lipstick on him, they hear a noise. They quickly run off and leave Chucky behind. And, yeah, yeah. Chucky wakes up, like I said, wipes the lipstick off, all pissed off. This means war. <laughs> yeah. And, again, the doll looks great. Chucky has that really gnarly, nasty look to him in this one. Yeah. And, I like it. It's probably yeah. a little over the top. He's so pissed off all the time, but I I like it a lot. Um, yeah, so Colonel Cochran comes in. Notice that his office door is open. He comes into his office. He's looking around. He sees pencils falling off his desk. Picks them up. And uh, they sees the doll laying there. And he's like, what the hell? Yeah, how'd that get here? Weird. And um, he... Uh, he then um, picks the doll up and he puts it in the trash can. He starts walking away. Trash can falls over. He turns around. Doll's gone. He's like, what the fuck? Why did he put it in the trash can anyway? That's the um, whole trash can taken up now. Yeah. Move it somewhere else. You don't need to just throw it <laughs> head first into the fucking trash can, dude. Um, and then he turns around. Chucky pops out screaming with the knife. Cochran has a heart attack. And he's like. Going, he's dying of this heart attack. He's bumping into stuff. On Chucky's like, "Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> and then Cochran falls back on this little model that he has in his room and dies. Yeah, and this is crucial, by the way. H- had Chucky killed him, it changes the entire ending to the movie. And I would think they probably would cancel the whole war shit they have, the training thing war they got games. going on. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, this him having a heart attack instead of being murdered, it saves everything that else happens in the movie. Yeah, because otherwise they think, okay, we have a murderer. Yeah, on there the is school. literally a murderer in the school. Yeah. yeah, of course Andy would probably blame for it, but yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like this shit didn't start to happen until you showed up, new boy. God damn it! Yeah, coincidence? Um, I think not. And they um, next scene, they're taking his body out and Sean's like, man, lives through two tours in Nam and then just drops dead one night. Doesn't make sense. Well, it actually makes complete sense. Well, he was pretty overweight and yeah, overweight. Old. He's older. Yeah. I mean, no shit happens, dude. I mean, yeah. Sheldon not as yeah. makes a lot of sense. Actually, it's way worse. Like, uh, do you know what Chris Kyle is the American no. sniper? You ever heard of the uh, of Oh, American yeah, sniper? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's like that's a way worse example of like how the fuck he take he has four tours in Iraq, kills hundreds of people, like 165 confirmed kills, and doesn't doesn't die, you know, and then yep. he comes back and is helping veterans at a shooting range and he gets murdered by a fucking veteran. Yeah, like how is it the guy that was the he had a hundred and eighty thousand dollar bounty on his head in Iraq gets killed by a veteran at home that he was just trying to help. It's crazy. That's what see that see that's more of that scenario. Okay, Shelton. That's where you're like, how it doesn't make sense. Damn. Not he had a heart attack. Shit happens, dude. Yep. Of course, Andy's like, goddamn doll did it. Which I he He had had a heart heart attack. Yeah, he had a heart attack. Like (laughs) there I I hear you. I hear you, Andy, because you know Chucky's there, but he did have a heart attack. Yeah. This would be like the one time you'd be like, Well, I guess Chucky didn't kill him. He's had a heart attack. That was going to happen anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they have like a moment of silence for him before they sit and eat the next day. Yep. Silence and, and a little prayer. Yeah. Which um, Andy's even behind on that. They all like by your heads for they all clap the same time their hands together for it. And then you hear Andy just. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's he's learning. He's learning. Um, during them eating breakfast, uh, Sergeant, um, freaking what is it, Roderick? Botnick, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Sergeant Botnick is going through and grabbing everybody by their hair, telling them what day they need to come in and get their hair cut. Yeah, just grabbing every every guy because the girls are allowed to keep their hair. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday." Sees one bald guy. He's like, "My man." <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he gets to Whitehurst. He's like, "You are a disgrace." <laughs> yes, I'll see you right after breakfast. Yeah, and he goes over to Andy's like Wednesday. What? <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. Andy's like, he looks over. He just gets up uh, in the middle of eating. Whitehurst like, Andy, what are you doing? You can't just get up. And uh, he starts walking. Someone trips him. The whole fucking school laughs at him. Um, and then one of the guys at the head table tells um, Sheldon's buddy there to tell him to settle down Eddie's. yeah eddie's they all andy gets up picks up his food walks over sits beside um tyler who's still, still playing his still playing his game gear yeah which the game gear i'm pretty sure has a really shit screen like i i'm oh, yeah. I pretty much like everything a- everything before like the game boy sp you could not see it <laughs> yeah, it's got like this blue screen. It's really, really light. It's just terrible. You can't. Yeah, you see need you need anything. a light, man. I remember having a a Game Boy and having to have a light on top to see it. And yeah. yeah, Game Boy SP being backlit that was the game changer. Changed everything as we know it for portable gaming. Let's not forget it. <laughs> I want one now. I might go get another one. I used to have Scooby Doo on that bad boy. Huh, nice. I never had mm-hmm. portable systems. I well, I did have a Tiger Electronic oh, uh, God, Ninja game. So there, and those are, um, those are dog shit. Yeah, and it doesn't count as a handheld. But way back in the day, uh, those what were they? Tanaguchis, those little pets that everyone oh, had. Oh, uh, um, keep alive. Tamagotchi, Tamagotchis. Those are yeah. huge. Holy yeah. God, oh yeah, oh yeah. There were so many people in my school that had those. Yeah, and then half of them were irresponsible shit, and they died. <laughs> they died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um. I, I was big on the portables. Like my I didn't get big in a Game Boy that's like slightly before me, like the first Game Boy and Game Boy Color, but my my older brothers both had them and then I had a Game Boy SP. I never got a or a Game Boy Advanced. Uh you know, I had I had those. I never got a DS. Hmm. Um but I had a PSP when those first came out, not like when they they originally launched like $800. So I did not have it until uh, I think until the PSP Go came out, then I bought an old PSP because it became affordable. Yeah. Uh, I I still have a PS Vita. I never play it, but I have it. I want to play it, but it's it's not supported. They should have supported the hell out of that thing. Yeah, and I will get a Steam Deck because they are amazing. I play yeah, it's Jimmy it's, Champagne's fault. Yeah. When I was with Jimmy in Los Angeles uh, in freaking April, I played his Steam Deck. Oh man, the coolest shit in the world. Nice. To play like, play Arkham Knight on yeah. a, a handheld console and it looks beautiful. It's just it's surreal. It's crazy. That would be that would be something because that game is like the graphics on it are fucking incredible. So to have it in a handheld to look like that, yeah, yeah. Be, I I like the Game Boy when they redesigned it when it wasn't the brick anymore, but it was like 
more like you'd hold it with both hands. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had one of those as well. I yeah. love that design. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it kind of looks like the PSP basically. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Good times. It's been a nostalgic episode. I'm having a great time. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, uh, Andy's talking to Tyler and he's just trying to convince Tyler, you know, like, hey, this not not good. Avoid Chucky at all costs. Trust me, he is bad. Don't let him fool you. And Tyler's like, you're just jealous because he's my best friend now. Not yours. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck off. Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Tyler doesn't believe him at all. And and that's kind of that. But he does, and he does leave him his pocket knife, just yeah. in case. Which, thank God, <laughs> proves to be a heroic, a heroic thing. Yep. Um, yeah. Then we cut to Whitehurst getting his hair cut uh, with Sergeant Botnick. He's like crying. Like, he is not doing well. <laughs> no. I, yeah, Whitehurst needs help. <laughs> yeah, he's just miserable. Are you really in that much pain? Is is Botnick being that? brutal to him i guess he's he's talking shit to him the whole time he's like hey fact is you're not cut out for this life get out of kent you know it's like, damn what's wrong with you people yeah i don't know like he's like why don't you leave whitehurst guy he's like if i had any choice in the matter sir i would and uh he's like you smart ass he's like keeps violently cutting his hair <laughs> yeah he, then he right when he gets done with them he takes the you know the empty razor and like hits him in the ear with it it's like damn what's yeah. your problem <sighs> yeah then, then, then he's cleaning up all the hair and while he's doing that he f- uh finds a chucky doll the chucky doll chucky is in his one of his cabinets it's like, oh, yeah how'd you get there and then he decides he's gonna practice uh cutting his hair <laughs> <laughs> yeah he like looks around he's like that hair ain't regulation <laughs> Soldier, yeah. and he picks him up and puts him in the chair. He's like, "When's the last time you had a trim?" And uh, he keeps looking around because he knows how fucking ridiculous it is that he's gonna cut the doll's hair. Yeah. Um, sits him in the chair, and he grabs the the razor. The razor, yeah. And he walks toward Chucky, and meanwhile, Chucky's like grabbing the straight razor that's hanging uh, by the chair. He gets close to him. He comes to life and slashes the slashes the the dude's throat, and uh, Sergeant Botnick. Sergeant Botnick's like you know freaking out. He's bleeding. He falls over, and Chucky's like, "Presto, you're dead." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he's like falling, climbing, and Chucky's like, "It's definitely you." And, yeah. Um, so Chucky is now on the ground holding the razor. Botnik falls in the chair. He's dead. Whitehurst comes back and uh, he's like, oh, I forgot my hat. And he sees Chucky. <laughs> Chucky's like, boo. <laughs> he just <laughs> Whitehurst runs away. Yeah. Yeah. And for some reason, Whitehurst does not want to admit what he saw. He does not even to Andy privately would not say, hey, I straight up saw. Sergeant Botnick dead as fuck. <laughs> so yeah, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, he's like, nah. Before he gets there, we see like they're all outside. There's a red team and a blue team, and 
this dude's yelling like Colonel Cochran would like a, would want us to go on with the war games. It's a big tradition here at Kent. Um, so that's what he would have ordered us to go on. So that's exactly what we're going to do. And um, he's like, hand me your rifle. And he takes the rifle that's the red team, fires it. Boom. It's a paintball paint bullet. Takes the blue one, fires it. Same thing. And uh, he's like, when you get shot, you are dead. Hike back to base. And uh, it's the object is to capture the other team's flag. And yeah. uh, they're all watching this. And Whitehurst comes out and he's like freaking out. And he's like, so I was like, you all right? He's like, yep, yep. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. I'm fine. Fine. Nothing wrong. And Andy's like looking at him like something's wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. Uh, Chucky is also watching this from the armory. He's down yeah. in the window. He's sitting there with like one of the, the bullet, like the straps, the light machine gun straps around <laughs> yeah. his shoulder. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. And um, Chucky takes the all the red team's guns, pops out the paint gun bullet. And puts in a real bullet. I yeah. heard from someone that was reviewing this movie or something that you can't do that. That if the gun is designed to fire a paintball round like that, it won't fire an actual bullet. But I have no idea if that's true or not. Uh, I I believe in 99.9% of cases that is true. I'm sure there are guns that can handle both because w- what we see is a same caliber size put in. Yeah. So... Yeah, there's a, a tremendous lack of realism in this whole situation, regardless. Like, yeah, you can't just do that. You can't just swap out a paint round versus a normal round. But even if you could, let's say you can't, I still think you have a responsibility as somebody using a gun, using, excuse me, a rifle, somebody using a rifle out here to check your ammunition before you take any shots out there. So they the first thing they should have done, especially because... It's a loaded gun, man. So you need to check. Yeah. It's hot. So, yeah, like that bullet should have been checked. And the second moment you realize that there's not a paint round in there, you're like, oh, shit. Everybody check your guns because we could (laughs) kill somebody out here. Yep. Yeah. That's something I wish the uh, I don't know if that's a colonel or whoever that guy is, a sergeant. I don't know. Uh, He should have said, once you get your rifle, please check your ammunition just for extra precaution. Yeah, like, you're a school. You should be doing this. You're teaching them. Like, you should teach them to check to make sure it's not a live round. Yeah. Like, although they fire two rifles, like, they fire two, and they're, oh, they're paint, they're fine. What yeah. about the other fucking 99 rifles? Like, yeah. It's already not realistic that this is possible to begin with, but I think, you know, it could be even more so handled in a way that... uh it should have happened. It should have happened, regardless if it was possible or not. Yeah. <sighs> you oh, responsible well. fucks. <laughs> God damn it. Kent should be shut down. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now, here you go. Yeah. When the cadets are playing war games, Chucky replaces the red team's paintball shells with live ammunition. Guys made to f- Guns made to fire paint rounds are specially modified to fire only paint rounds and not live rounds. Twitching the ammo would render the guns unusable. There you go. There you go. Not realistic. Fuck this movie. Yeah, trash. <laughs> trash. <laughs> I uh, have you ever heard of the the real life murder that was allegedly inspired by Child's Play Three? No. 
I can't remember his name. I I believe in court they said there was no relation, but there was a murder that happened after Child's Play three where it involved like pouring paint on the somebody and like bashing their heads in and shit. And it closely closely related to a Child's Play three kill. I don't per, I don't yep. personally see. Ow. I I I said the same thing. I was like, ah, well, I mean, you mean the fact that there's paint rounds, people die? Because no, nope, that's not no. I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think you're reaching there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know about that, Chief, but... I was um, looking into it last. I think uh, Dead Meat addressed it in his Child's Play 3 kill count, I think. Or he said it on Twitter or something. Mm-hmm. So I read about it after I saw that. I was like, oh, interesting. But yeah, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the teams start marching. They're marching together at first, and eventually they, there's a fork, and blue team goes straight, red team goes off to the, uh, to the left. But while they're talking... Um, or while they're walking, Andy, Andy and Whitehurst and Silver are all on the blue team. Tyler's on the red team. Um, Andy's like, you saw them, didn't you? You saw Chucky, didn't you? And Whitehurst's like, I didn't see anything. I saw nothing. So Whitehurst yeah. is like, total denial, just does not want to believe what he saw. Um, yeah. So you know, do, you, do you find it weird that nobody is behind to find Botnik's body? <laughs> I, I was yeah. thinking about that. I was like, why are they, did nobody find Botnik's body? And, and we're not, God, these war games should not have happened. <laughs> we, uh, they must go on no matter what, despite who gets murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. We don't care how much blood is spilled. These games are happening. Yeah. Colonel Cochran said so. God damn it. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but yeah, we see them setting up. They're all chilled out and laid out for camp. And I guess there's going to be no active war engagement that day, which I don't understand. Is there a rule that we're not going to participate until the next day? Because uh, nobody is ready for an, if if people were to show up and start murdering bitches, like nobody's ready. Like they are sitting yeah. around campfires telling ghost stories, and no one's got a rifle next to them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess they just set up camp that night, and then the next day they're like, "And eh, we'll start playing." Yeah, except you know, they except they find after so Andy steals. Shelton's map. Yeah, so and he sent out a uh, reconnaissance thing to find out where the Reds are. But that was yeah. it. You didn't. You're not going to go after them. You're just going to sleep that night, and then. Well, yeah, and it's weird to me that after he finds out the map is stolen, he is like, "All right, we're going. No <laughs> yeah. waiting. No, no oh. we're moving out tonight." Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Andy. Um. He asks Whitehurst for help. And Whitehurst's like, no, sorry, I can't. And uh, he's like, oh, well, whatever. And Andy breaks off to go find the Reds to find Tyler. Yeah, well, I guess for we shouldn't skip over the whole for the scene with Andy and De Silva. Oh, yeah. They, and they go off and do a little thing. Or they're talking about the Red team and whatnot. And then they, they finally reveal their first names to each other. That's how you know it's special. Once you know somebody's first name, you're pretty much in. <laughs> you're pretty much in <laughs> uh, uh, yeah then someone's like okay I want to show you something and she takes him over to like this edge of a cliff and off in the horizon you see a carnival going on yeah nice little fair yeah and we see Chucky is watching them and uh, actually to the point where he makes a noise and Andy kind of freaks out about it like someone's out there and like, so then, no. no then they kiss yeah, he's like, and nothing scares you. 
He's like, nope. Then they kiss. Um, and Chucky's like, damn, I really got to get out of his body. <laughs> yeah, I love that Chucky doesn't interfere. So no, no cock blocking here for Chucky. He's just like, yeah. just jealous. Yeah. Though, yeah. you know, in the next movie, he gets laid anyway. So what does it hey, matter? Congratulations. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then Andy goes back to his tent. And that's, he's, hey, I'm going after Tyler. Here's, here's the map I stole. Red team's right around here, so I'm going to go find him. And he, he has no issue sneaking into the red team's camp. No. He sees one guard. <laughs> he's trying to walk by, sneaks right in, finds the exact tent that Tyler was staying yeah, in. Too. First try. First try. First try. I was like, damn, that's good. He sees this kid sleeping, walks right up to him. He's like, where's Tyler? He's like, he left with some guy named Charles. I was yeah. like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Chucky was there with Andy watching him. He was at the blue team spot. But somehow he got to the red team spot without the map and got there before Andy and left with Tyler. Yep. That's what I'm telling you. Um, all right. He's quick on his feet. He is. And so, um, so Andy heads off in the direction, the exact direction. I don't remember the kid telling him a direction that they left in. Um, but yeah, he uh, he heads out after them. Yeah. And meanwhile, the blue team, because the map was stolen, they're they're officially going off to fight the red team because they're worried about uh, their location being revealed. So game yeah. on. Whitehurst is like, what are we doing? Are we... Uh, no, someone asked him outside another random character. like, what are we doing? Someone stole the map, so we're moving out now. And he, the uh, the guy, the other Sheldon's friend there, he points the light at Whitehurst. He's like, Whitehurst, you know anything about a missing map? And Whitehurst falls back in the tent and he opens the tent. And he's like, where's Andy? And he calls Sheldon over and he's like, Andy's gone AWOL. And Sheldon's like, that little prick's working for the Reds. Which, so, why would he do that? Yeah, I don't know. I, what would it what matter? What a weird assumption. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they head out. Why would he even hmm. need the map to work with the Reds? I guess to tell him where the blue team is, but the but blue he team's already move. he can already know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he's there. He's there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, a little weird. Uh, whatever. So, uh, yeah, Andy officially a wall. Chucky is with Tyler. Blue team is off hunting the red team. They do split up. Uh, yeah, people checking different flanks and whatnot. Yep, De Silva goes off on her own. Yep, and yeah, and we see Chucky and Tyler together. They're conversing. Uh, finally, Tyler notices the knife. Yeah, they see Andy walking, and then Chucky's like, duck, and they duck, and then yeah, he he knows the knife. <laughs> yeah. He keeps, call- keeps calling him Charles, because Chucky's like, okay, you want to play hide the soul, and Tyler's like, I don't play that dumb game no more and chucky's like you're a fucking fucking drag you know that (laughs) (laughs) watch your mouth charles stop calling me that that. and he pulls out the knife and he's like andy was right you're not a good guy and chucky's like you got me kid i'm bad and then uh, tyler stabs chucky in the shoulder with the knife yep there's that pocket knife coming into play and chucky bleeds but there's no like this is the one change to the mythology or the lore is that there's no longer a time limit on Chucky having to get out before he turns human. 
That's yeah, true. It's just like he's always fun. got internal organs now. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, Tyler takes off running. He ends up. Uh, well, I, Andy hears, or I think he hears him. I can't really tell, but he starts calling out to Tyler, and then yeah, the rest of the blue team find him. Shelton's in his face. The majors hold him down, and he's Tyler. Andy's trying to explain, like, dude, Tyler is in trouble, and then he asks Whitehurst for backup. He's like, dude, back me up here, and yeah. Whitehurst is just nope, just gonna look at the ground. I wasn't <laughs> no. even there. I wasn't even there, man. I don't even know this asshole. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Tyler does come running in at this point, yelling for Andy. Well, yeah. Yeah, well, they, they call out to De Silva first. And for some reason, she well, right when she's about to respond, Chucky is in a tree and jumps down on her. Yeah. And he, he uh, takes her hostage. Yeah. And then and- Tyler comes running up and uh, he's calling for help at begging Andy for help and explaining that Chucky is a bad guy. Yeah. And Sheldon's right. just like, oh, look at that. We got a prisoner of war here. Yeah. We got a little prisoner of war. And he's like, Andy, you're right. Charles is right. Uh, bad. He tried to hurt me. And um, fucking Sheldon's like, who's Charles? And then Chucky calls them on the radio. Yeah. Asking like, for asking for Barkley. Yeah. Where's Barkley? And he's like, <laughs> put Barkley on the phone. Jarhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like that's that's Charles, and uh, he tells him basically like, "Bring me the boy, or De Silva dies." Yeah, yeah. Bring so, him to the old Jeep, or there'll be hell to pay. Yeah. And then De Silva, you hear De Silva screaming, "You, Andy, don't do it." Yeah, and uh, and um, and then Chucky calls the red team. He's like, "Red team, red team, come in, red team." And uh, it's weird that he can just flip a switch and communicate with red team. Yeah. Because then you could just do that as the blue team. Yeah. And you could totally interfere in all their communication. Yeah. Hmm, Well, whatever. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. He calls out to red team, red team, red team. And of course, (laughs) one of the guys like, yep, this is red team. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) It's like, ah, blue team sighted. Advise you move your troops in. To the old Jeep. Yep. Yeah. Oh. You're oh, not okay. even asking who's making the call. Like you, why are they not tricked by? Like, why are they not like, oh, a blue, a blue team member is trying to trick us, dude. We're gonna get onslaughted here. I know that's what you would think, because you're like, wait, everyone's here in the red team. <laughs> they don't mean that call. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ambush. <laughs> yeah, I love that none of them. Uh, you guys are terrible. I hope you never go fight in a real war. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah. yeah, so Chucky sets that all in motion. Yeah, and Blue Team gets up to the Jeep, and Andy's trying to reiterate to Shelton. He's like, you know, hey, don't mess with him. Like, I'm telling you that this is real. This is dangerous. And he's like, oh, just relax, Barkley. It's just paint. It's like, ah, you fucking idiot. All right. <laughs> yeah. And they, um, so Andy and Tyler move in. The Blue Team, they, like, circle around. And uh, they walk up to him. They walk up to Chucky, and he's got a grenade. He's like, don't fuck with me. Or I'll blow you all the pieces. And uh, yep. he's like, now hand the boy over. And Tyler walks forward. Chucky look, tells the silver to beat it. She walks back towards Andy. And then Tyler goes over there. And then the blue team pops out. Yeah, and, getting in position. Yeah. And Sheldon goes out. And Chucky's like, hi, soldier. And he laughs at him and flips him off. Yeah, Sheldon- still... 
by the way, so they all just start shooting away. Yeah. You know, like they're they're spraying paint. Uh, I think they're aiming at Tyler. Tyler. I don't even okay, why? They could have already done that. So they just start shooting blindly at this doll cuz yeah, he's part, so. dude, so stupid. But and one round does hit Chucky. He's like, "Ah." Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too bad. This is some disgusting shooting. They pummeled the Jeep. Yeah. They, they're missing their targets like the whole time. We got just shots going all over that Jeep. One skims Chucky's shoulder, and that's about it. And it's like, wow, you guys are garbage. Yeah. And then Shelton finally says, all right, hold your fire. And he walks up to, to there. I was like, you know, where the, where the hell is everybody? We were just shooting at nothing. <laughs> yeah. And you see when Chucky comes to life in front of him, he's like, fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the red, team, the red team shows up. And dude shoots Sheldon and kills him because they have live rounds and they don't stop shooting. They shoot Sheldon and they clearly see the bullet. Like it goes through, there's blood and they just keep shooting. And the guy's like, Holy fuck. They got live rounds. And there's, yeah, it doesn't, it's so weird to me because it's one thing not being able to visibly tell that you are shooting, you know, live rounds, but you could hear it. Like, it's so obvious the sound difference between shooting a live round and a paint round. I don't get why you don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you're seeing also you're seeing debris fly up, right? If you're flying a paint round, it's just going to splat. If you're flying a bullet, you're seeing the ground like blow up from where the bullet hit. Yeah. They probably should have figured it out a little <laughs> bit quicker, but they, they finally do. Uh, well, first you see Tyler crawls underneath the Jeep. And then they finally notice they're shooting live rounds and they get everybody to hold their fire and uh, it's embarrassing. But yeah, uh, <laughs> they figure out that Shelton is uh, a goner. It's actually weird. The major goes up to him. He's like, oh, he's not breathing. It's like, yeah, you shot in the fucking heart, dude. Like, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's gone. <laughs> what gave it away? The blood dripping out of his heart or his mouth? Yeah. The fact that he's, you know, dead. Yeah. And they yeah. instantly blame Andy. Yeah. You did this, you son of a bitch. You did this. Like, what do you mean I did it? How did I, I told do you? It? <laughs> I, t- I told you like 20 times that this is not good. Yeah. Also, he was there with everybody in the group when you guys were outside talking about this. Why wouldn't he have time to switch the rounds? Yeah. And he was, he's also with you guys. He was at just as much of a risk to put the, it'd be different if he put the live rounds in the blue team's guns, but he did. <laughs> yeah. You guys were firing at him. He was cowering behind a rock. Like, did you think that was part of his plan? Yeah, well, come on. Um, yeah, then, then Chucky throws that grenade, and Whitehurst is the only one that notices, and he goes in like a fucking champ, dives yep. on the grenade, saves everyone's lives, but he dies in the process. Yep. They're like, oh, my God, Whitehurst. Yep. Finally, Whitehurst did something of honor. Yep. Be remembered forever. Yep. You were a bitch the whole movie, but I'm proud you stepped up when you needed to step up and save some lives. Yeah. <laughs> then uh, Andy and De Silva take off after Chucky, who's taking off after Tyler. And you see the colonel's like, what the hell happened to the guns? What happened to the rounds? And he's like, I don't know. He's yeah, like, give me a medic. Yeah. <laughs> For what? <laughs> the dude's dead. You need a fucking coroner. Uh, yeah. It's over for them. But uh, yeah, so they're off to the carnival. Tyler uh, runs into a security guard and is just begging him for help. He's like, he's, try- uh, he's so dumb the way he explains it. Just like, oh yeah, he's a doll and he's trying to play hide the soul with me. It's like, it's like all right, Tyler, just make the ex- explanation. Just keep it simple. 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> Don't need to say it's a doll. Let's just say there's a killer after me. He wants me to die. And then maybe yeah. the security guard will take it seriously. And also, this uh, this fair, it's the same fair that Andy saw earlier. It looked pretty far from where they were, but he got there really quick. A trained soldier. And But Chucky got there before him. Yeah. And Andy and Tyler left before Chucky because yeah, the security guard takes him in. Tyler tells him the whole story, and he's like, oh, I know it hurts when a friend does something bad. And he doesn't. He's like, sure does. And he's like, well, I'm sure Charles didn't really mean it. He's like, yeah, hey, I got something that'll cheer you up. And he has Chucky. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, how the, f- how? He took a shortcut or something. I guess. Fuck. It's impressive. Uh, but yeah, he, by this time, Andy and De Silva are making it down to the carnival themselves. They go to the security, the security campground thing they got there. And they find the security guard's dead body. Yep. And De Silva but, takes his gun. Yes. Oh, yeah, there was the, another gun in the, and that's one thing too. We saw that there was a smaller gun in the, uh, the security officer's um, drawer, his desk drawer. And that's what Chucky took. Cause there's a, a bullet hole in the dude's head. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And and, them take off. Yeah. And we see Tyler walking with Chucky again. And Tyler goes to pull his pocket knife, and that's when Chucky pulls those that small little handgun. Yeah. Like, nah, don't even think about it, partner. Yeah. <laughs> and Chucky's looking around. He sees like this uh, one of those fun houses. Those. Well, it, this is this is not even a fun house, really. It kind of is, but you, it's a ride. It's kind of like the ride in Scooby Doo. <laughs> it's yeah. like the Spooky Island ride where they go into like the haunted mansion. It's kind of like that. I think it's called the Devil's Lair. Is what yeah. it's called in Child's Play. Pretty cool. But yeah, they're going through the employees only door so that they can go hide somewhere. Which they gotta be locked. You would think. But But, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. This this looks dope. I wish my carnival would bring something like this. Yeah, this thing's cool. It's got a little roller coaster. The roller coaster is even designed really cool. It's got skeletons popping out, fog everywhere, this giant grim reaper. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, pretty pretty big little set they got in there. This is more like a Universal Studios thing, man. Yeah, yeah. Than some little um, carnival would have, but yeah, yeah. I seen the but, Gravitron is in this carnival, and that thing's cool. Yeah, I always yeah. like that thing. You get in, you, the gravity changes. You can try to lift your arms; they're very heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never done one of those. That'd be cool. Yeah, they are pretty neat because it just spins around, right? And you just lay on this like. Uh, angled. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Up. We have, yeah. um, yeah. It, I don't know which one they have here. Is it like one of the ones that stands up? The one I've been on is like the UFO type, and it's it's angled. You yeah. are you are standing, but you're laying back, and then it just spins, and then the gravity gets heavier. Yeah, there's a. I've been on two different ones. So there, there's the one that's like at all the carnivals. It's called Zero Gravity here. It, uh, but yeah, it you start flat, and then as you get pinned against the wall, it stands up. Yeah. Those that, that's the normal one. But there used to be one that used to be at all the carnivals and county fairs where you had to go inside of it, and it's mm-hmm. like a closed in room. And then once you're spinning and you're stuck against the wall, the thing you're pinned against, the seat, I guess it's not a seat because you're standing, but it starts moving up and down, 
Yeah. And people in those ones are a lot of spin upside down and shit. It's cool. Nice. Yeah. It's been yeah. a long time since I've seen one of those. They also have the zipper ride. I yeah, hate hate that thing. Dude, how do people do that? No. You're in this fucking cage and it's spinning around and you're going up and around. I don't know how they do it. It's not even the spinning that bothers me, but that is the most rinky dinky piece of shit ride. <laughs> and the only thing holding you in is a little pin. Like it's just yeah. a the the old like nothing else. You have no seatbelt, nothing. It's just that the door has the armrest on it that goes against you, and that door is just a little it's like a hair clip. It's a the fuck. And it just goes, yep, pin it right in, and then you just hope for the best. I yeah. w- I've been on that one time when I was a kid. I will never do it again. I I can't do it because I have motion sickness, so I get I throw up hard to say, but I couldn't do it spinning around and yeah, carnival rides and, are just nothing more than spinning. It, it, pretty much so you're 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 spinning in a circle. You're doing teacup spinning in a circle. Zero gravity. You're spinning in a circle. <laughs> the thousand spinning. one knots shit that you're in a circle. It's just circle, circle, circle. I was on the drop zone. That's that thing that's super fucking high. You you sit in a chair and you go all the way up to the top. Did, did you goes, see? Bing, did you, yeah, did you see one of those just like broke at a carnival recently? Oh really? Yeah, Ooh. it just didn't stop. Just flew all the way down. Oh shit! I'll send dude. you the video. And you'll never want to go on one again. That would kill you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean definitely. I'm sure some backs were broken and shit. It looked it looked brutal. Oh, like, I, was... I I never liked those anyway because there's you're just falling. Yeah, <laughs> you're just fucking... falling with style. I when we were on the one we were on and it when it got to the top and it went bing yeah, and it clips. just falls. Holy yeah. fuck. <laughs> Scary as hell. I think the, uh, I know I went on one in a carnival once, but I think I've been on two in my life. I didn't like it either time, but when I was a kid, I went on the one at six flags. That's like huge. Oh yeah. And I was too small for the ride. <laughs> so I, I, it clicks. And then all of a sudden my, I was, you know, I was flying out of the damn seat. I think my dad was like holding me down. <laughs> <laughs> he just drops you just gone yeah jesus yeah uh, good times good times terrible times terrible times terrible trauma I think the only one i think i would do is the one at disney now where it goes up and down like over and over again it's like the elevator of terror or something like that yeah yeah which i think it's i think it's rebranded now i think it's like an ip ride now probably but yeah, it's it's doing... the same type of thing but it goes up and down multiple times yeah, I remember the the Six Flags, but I never been to Six Flags. But I remember the advertisement for the Superman one they used to have. Uh, the Superman roller coaster, or uh, the drop. The drop. I never did that one. I love the Superman roller coaster though. Yeah, I that shit's awesome. Oh, uh, I I like roller coasters because they feel safer than anything else. But the suit, I never liked the idea of laying down and looking down at the ground. And then mm. my brother made me go on it last time we were at Six Flags, and it was the coolest shit ever. Nice. I just can't do it because I I get sick. I just I can't do motion. Ferris wheel, but you uh, well, wheel. Ferris wheel's different, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then I got a cl- I like I don't like me. I'm I have a fear of heights, so if I'm up high, I'm like uh, I just close yeah. my eyes all the time. So yeah, yeah, you would not do go with the Superman then because. The Superman ride, it's it. You're not on top of the tracks, you're underneath the tracks. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like yeah, the seats yeah. hang down underneath, yeah, and then they tilt to you back, so you're looking down at the ground the whole time. It's like Sorry. you're flying, like Superman. Like you're flying, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Great time. I had a lot of fun. Say <laughs> <laughs> so the Batman's the same way, but it's not. You're just sitting. You're not like laying down. Yeah, that's a cool ride too. 
Damn, I, would, no, I want to go Six Flags. I'd be the least fun person to go to Six Flags because I don't go on anything. I was the same way when I was a kid. I was terrified of any roller coaster that would do flips that mm. had loop-de-loops and shit. I wouldn't do it. But now, shit. It happens so fast, you don't even know what's happening. Yeah. I used to have to take gravel so I wouldn't throw up. <laughs> Did I ever, ever tell you a story the last time I, I went to Six Flags? I probably said it on a stream at some point, but... Uh, it's funny because I was actually in really good shape at this time, but even when I'm in good shape, I'm just still a big dude, and it's scary. Especially anything that goes over my chest. Mm-hmm. Like, my chest is is too big, so it barely clips, and it scares the shit out of me. But we were on... Uh, it's it's whatever... The wooden roller coaster... It's called like the American Eagle, and it's got one of the biggest... or It's like the biggest wooden roller coaster at Six Flags, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were on there... And, you know, I'm all strapped in, good to go. And the ride attendant is like, uh, a seat number five uh, is not clipped or is, is not whatever, secure. And I'm sitting there like, ah, sucks for whoever that is. It's scary. And then they, co- they come up to me. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no, it's <laughs> And then they, they take two guys, two dudes, and they go in and they just push the shit out of it on top of me. And it, and it, they're like, okay, I think we're good. It's like you think? Are you sure? <laughs> I need I need one hundred and fifty percent confirmation here. Yeah, and I'm like, all right. And then then it was went, and that was that. I was like, oh my god, that was scary as shit. But the oh same god, thing, die. the same thing happened on on Raging Bull, uh, which has like one of the biggest drops there. Uh, but what's weird about the Raging Bull is that it's an open cart, so yeah. the the belt that comes forward is all there is you're, there's if that gives out there's nowhere for you to go except out and there's a, a line for the 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 minimum you can have it lock in and i was like halfway on that line i was like oh great this shit's gonna give out i'm gonna die <laughs> but no we were fine worked out i feel like you it sounds like you keep testing fate with these roller coasters well i mean i just think that if I do fall out, I will survive somehow, and then I'm suing the fuck out of them. So, there you go. Either I die in style, or I come out with a lot of money. Either way, you're happy. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Living life on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So back to the movie, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, De Silva and Andy, uh, I'll see them going through the door, so they get in. Uh, on the ride uh tyler has one of these like skeleton things jump out at him one of the animatronics yeah and to get away from chucky he grabs onto it and gets sucked into the gate yeah because chucky got knocked over by the casket opening yeah yeah and then he hot yeah he hides in there but chucky saw him. chucky comes in from the back yep. and uh you know has him and he <clears throat> the gate opens again. He's like, Andy, because he sees Andy. and Yeah, he's like, Andy, yeah. he's got a gun. Yeah, he's got a gun. And then De Silva starts shooting. Chucky is shooting and hits De Silva in the leg. So she's down and out. Yeah, it's kind of it for her. Yeah. Ch- thought she was a superhero. I thought she could push through it. What a wimp. <laughs> uh, Andy ties, uh, you know, ties the thing around her leg. And she's like, I'll be fine. Go get him and take this. And. When she hands him that gun, that is the fakest looking prop I've ever seen. They they mm-hmm. do a close up on the gun. It looks bad. It looks like, oh yeah, that's a prop gun. 
Like it just doesn't look, it doesn't look good at all. Um, but, uh, she hands him that gun and then he takes off. Tyler's takes off to this other part where there's this like giant fucking mound of skulls and this like demon bird comes down off of it on wires. Yeah. And Chucky is, uh, going after him. Well, and yeah, <laughs> they, they get there. He doesn't get to the bird yet, but there's this giant grim reaper that like swings down his gigantic scythe and Tyler Tyler's uh, ducks it. And Chucky is standing there and he has Tyler and the, it swings down again and cuts off half of Chucky's face. And there we get pizza face. Yeah. And that's pizza face Chucky right there. And he's screaming. It looks really good too. Yeah. I love it. I, I think it's yeah. a really cool look. Yeah. And, uh, and eventually Tyler uh does get on the bird. It can support him. Um and he it takes him up to the top of this mound of skulls. And Chucky's hanging on to the bottom. You see his little feet kicking. Dude, hilarious. His feet <laughs> kicking kills me. Yeah. And uh Andy is trying to get to them. He's cro- he's climbing up on the, the roller coaster part. The coaster's coming at him. He he ducks down. He goes over top of him and he sees that Chucky's up there and he's like, Tyler, look out. And Chucky, uh, the bird knocks Tyler out on top of the mountain skulls and Chucky's up there with him. Yeah. Then, Tyler getting knocked out is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think that bird goes hard. It's not even, like anything. the bird knocks him over and I think he hits the back of his head on the rock up there. But still, like just a, a fluke yeah. that that would happen. Yeah. <laughs> Very lucky for Chucky. Yeah. And um, so Chucky has him, and he's starting to do the the spell. Andy's trying to get to him. He's climbing up the Mount of Skulls. Also, at the bottom of this Mount of Skulls, underneath the track, is a gigantic fucking fan. Yeah, and its one purpose is to move these paper flames. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just like this ridiculously overpowered industrial fan just <laughs> yes. to move some paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Andy's like climbing up the mound of skulls. He slips and falls, almost falls into the fan, like just catches himself. And he's like looking at the fan and Chucky's doing the spell. Chucky, he gets the spell off. Yeah. Like like six times. Like it's, it, it should have happened. It's ridiculous that it doesn't switch because he's got it done. But Andy's climbing up and he gets so far. He pulls out the gun. He's like, you know, concentrate uh hold your breath squeeze the trigger and he he fires misses fires again blows off chucky's uh left arm and chucky keeps going with the spell which again should have happened and then he fires again he shoots chucky in the chest chucky goes flying uh and he gets up there with tyler and he's like oh you're all right you're right And, and he's like i knew you'd like come or whatever and help me and um Let's get out of here. And then Chucky jumps on Andy's back with one arm. And he's like holding him and trying to bite him. I guess is about all he can do. And Tyler falls. He's like hanging on to the skull. Andy's trying to reach for him. He Tyler hands Andy the pocket knife, which again, thank God, that pocket knife yeah. comes in handy. And uh, he gives it to Andy. Andy cuts off Chucky's hand. Chucky's like, no. <laughs> and he, 
you can just see on Chucky's face, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Then he throws Chucky off his back and Chucky goes flying into the fan. Gets all cut to pieces and chopped up and there's nothing left. Uh, there's a bit of like explosion, too. I don't know if that was like the fan breaking, the, I the guess. Fan I breaking, I guess. And uh, yeah, then they're fine and they head out and there's next scene they're like there's cops there and you know everything's fine they're picking up the dead bodies and de silva's and, being... and, and once again can somebody please be blamed <laughs> yeah i know like, why like who did it fuck? are you gonna say that it was a doll are like, you gonna say to that blame it... andy at this point yeah who is guilty here because yeah. it sure as hell seems like it would be andy i, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> and um so Andy De Silva's being loaded into the ambulance, and she's she's like, "Oh, are you right?" And he's like, "Yeah." Cop comes up. He's like, "You're gonna have to come with us now, son." And he's like, "I've been here before. I'll be fine." They put De Silva in the ambulance. Andy's in the back seat of the car, and he drives off. Credits, and that's Child's Play three. Yeah, and I see somebody is credited as mother during this scene. Do we see? Oh, no, it's the mother of the kids. Got it. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, there's a point where these little girls come running off a ride, and they're like, Mommy, Mommy, I loved it. And they're like, let's go get some popcorn. And Yeah. yeah. I, I, dude, when you see this dude picking up trash at right before the credits roll, yeah, that place is a disaster. <laughs> yeah. like It is a complete disaster. There is so much trash over there. I have to wonder what is it was this a real carnival or something or do they just like hey we need to make it look realistic everybody throw all the trash down on the film set like, <laughs> yeah. what? it is so bad there's so much trash i've never seen anything like that from a carnival like who just throws their shit down in a carnival this isn't like a it's not like woodstock out there uh it's crazy they're just trashy there <laughs> Uh, there is seriously there was so much trash in that last part uh, i was like oh my goodness save our beaches what is going on yeah um so yeah child's play three i don't understand the hate for it yeah i i i like it i think uh the characters i wish we had more personal character moments yeah uh i, I think more of andy and De silva more of whitehurst actually being more than a bitch would be great uh because a lot of the movie is driven by Shelton being an asshole and Andy trying to find Chucky. And it's just, yeah, it's a quick movie. It's a quick movie. It's, it's, I think it's just under 90 minutes. It is a, a fast paced movie. Yeah. So you don't get a lot of the character development that I wish we could get. It's an hour um, and 30. Yeah. So it's, it's quick. It is a, it's yeah. a quick run. Uh, it's hard to, for it to, to be, I mean, Child's Play 2 is so fucking good. Yeah. So right. it, it's hard for it to... It's almost like Dream Master, even though Dream Master's worse. Like, it's a worse movie, but, like, it it coming off such a great sequel, you know? Yeah, it's... It, it's you're trying to live up to something that you can't live up to. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I think what hurts Child's Play 3 a bit. Yeah. I think it's funny because I like the characters. I like what's there. There's just mm. not enough of it. Yeah. There's no that, like, the relationship between Kyle and Andy in the last one. 
There right. isn't really that in this one. There's no one for Andy to kind of get close to. Yes, De Silva, but like that really comes in near the end. And there's just not enough. There's not enough yeah. establishing De Silva and Andy because really their only real establishment is the gun range moment. Otherwise, it's just kind of them watching each other. Yeah. Andy watches her do the push-ups like a badass and stand up to Shelton, and then she watches him get bullied. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, they have the gun range moment, and then there's nothing else, and then near the end, they have a kiss. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Yeah. So, yeah, there's not, not enough of it. Yeah, just need some more establishing for all the characters, and I think it would be... I think it'd be a lot more enjoyed by the the masses. Yeah, Chucky's great in it, and he looks great. He's got great lines. Yeah, and, I like Chucky a lot. Yeah, kills are fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it's solid to me. I I really like one, two, and three. I love. I like Bride of Chucky as well. Yeah, it for way different reasons, but I do love Bride of Chucky. Seed is eh. eh. Yeah, Don Mancini calling this one the one he likes the least in his the whole franchise. Uh, yeah, I still think I, I would know. rank. I th- I still think I'd rank Child's Play three above Curse and Cult. I think I'd prefer three. There's I would there's put something it ab- high. What? I would put it high. Yeah. Yeah, it's it. I think one, two, and three. I really enjoy as a trilogy. Uh, mm. I don't think the the closure of three is as effective as some of the others, but yeah, I don't know. It's still fun. Like it's still it's not gonna. It's not offensively bad. It's not horrible. It's 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 a fun child's play movie. Like it does I certainly think it's better than twenty three percent Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, I think it's a solid like seven out of ten. Yeah, I mean that's pretty high. Like yeah, yeah, six to seven. It's, it, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's got a five point one in IMDb, and that's just you're talking. If you look at other horror movies that have five point ones, you would see a lot of dog shit. So, yeah, Child's Play 3 seems to be better than that. Chucky's got a lot of good sequels. He certainly has more good sequels than the Nightmare on Elm Street series. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's really the... I know the 23% is fucking bad, but it's really the IP that's never missed missed. Yeah. That includes the remake, really. Yeah, I mean, the remake was, aside from the dolls, look, the remake is good surprisingly yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's got a 5.7 so it's got a better imdb score oh wow that's just ridiculous Pride Chucky ha- has a five, five see child's play 2 only has a 5.9 and imdb wow what the fuck what's wrong with you people what the hell that's a great that's like the best one in the series <laughs> what's the original have a 6.6 interesting hmm who the fuck is rating these things I don't know. Interesting. Interesting. Like Nightmare on Elm Street 4 is a 5.6. Yeah. So I guess Nightmare 4 is better than Child's Play 3. No. What a load of barnacles. <laughs> what? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I enjoy it. Maybe you don't. I don't know. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I don't care. I like it and that's all that matters. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I suppose that'll uh, wrap up this episode of the Rabbit and Red Podcast. Uh, same old, same old. If you have any left to review, please do. Helps it helps us grow. Hit us up over on Twitter at Rabbit and Red Pod. 
And uh, yeah, that mean anything else? Uh, well, make sure you go to slashingcast.store and you can get rabbit and red shirts and slashing cast shirts. So yeah, check that out. All righty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, then with that out of the way until next week, remember that everyone's entitled to one good podcast and go on roller coasters. <laughs> Correct. Don't you blame the movies. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Look what you did to him. Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. <laughs>